perfect. It's like it's yeah, like it it's perfect because it's so nuanced mm-hmm. on so many levels. Yeah. Cause it means something to me. Right. Cause it's like me. Like it literally is me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like everything I do is just I'm curious about everything. Right. Like I try to tell people, like, so what do you want to do? They're like, you can't ask me that question. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I would be like a paleontologist, astronaut, robot, superhero, whatever, like <laughs> I can just just give me a list and I'll just put a whole bunch of words together and that's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I want my job to be. Okay. Right. So how do I? How does that make me money though? Damn. <laughs> so like to me it doesn't matter. Like what I want to be is whatever I'm doing right now. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. And in today's episode, we're joined by Jordan Chris, and he's been on here before. And this is actually our first conversation where we just sit down and have a conversation together, and we go all over the map on this one. We start out just having some little bit of reminiscing about stories and things we've done together since we've had such a long fresh, uh, friendship with over, uh, I think at this point, it's like 18 years of friendship, something ridiculous like that. So we have a lot of memories there, and then we just start talking about all sorts of different things diet passion um and then being able to connect with people and trying to help you know and and i tell a story about a podcast called uh, uh on cal fussman's big questions and he had a guest named kevin hines and i have a link to the, the that episode of the podcast but as i was telling you it was really visceral reaction for me to be retelling it um because it really means a lot to me to be able to hear stories like kevin's and you know, and when you hear those stories, you can kind of put yourself in that person's shoes and you're like, God damn it. Right. Because all you want to do is, you know, help people. Right. Because the last thing that you want to hear is, you know, people that all they needed is something simple and they never got that one thing. Right. So at the very least, this podcast is very long. We're almost three hours long. It's the longest yet episode I've ever recorded. And yeah, if, if you guys, at the very least, go check out that other podcast instead of listening to this one, I would greatly appreciate that. So, without further ado, th- this is my conversation with my good friend, Jordan Chris, and so with that, we'll jump right into it. And we're recording. Right. Yes. We are here. All right, man. We're joined with Jordan Chris, another old friend. You've been on the podcast before, yeah, but this is the first yeah. one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm nervous, man. Yeah? <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah, no, I'm It's just nervous. a conversation. Yeah, we're just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess we'll just start where we were. Yeah. Um, we were saying before, um, I haven't had time to really think about, like, um, a lot of stuff outside of what I'm doing. Right. Um, so when he hit me up about doing the one-on-one podcast, I was kind of like, yeah, that's dope. And then, like, instantly it was like, okay, cool. And then he texted me again. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. I said yeah to that. <laughs> you got to do that. And then yesterday, um, we all went to the Bears-Patriots game. Right. Um, and the traffic on the way home, let me tell I can you. just imagine. Let me tell you. So I was, like, in and out of sleep. And by the time I woke up, I'm like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, the point of that is just I just started um, writing a script. Oh, dang. Yeah, and I'll kind of leave, or like a screenplay, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of leave most of the details out because I want to get it, you know, um, copyrighted. Yeah, give it a full stuff. chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't, uh, don't share too much, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but I've been into that, and it's something new from what I've been doing. Right. As far as, you know, super into music and right. stuff like that. I mean, it's a completely yeah, different style while. of writing. Yeah, yeah, but the writing's always been there. You know what I mean? I've always been interested in writing of mm-hmm. some sort. So, like, in elementary school, I, like wrote a book and it was like 400, 400 pages long, something like that. Um, 
and I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> and but I was like, that was what I was into. I was like, no, right. I want to be an author. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I went back and read it actually. No uh, shit. I can't believe still have it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was looking for it, and I was like, I wonder if I have it. And I found it in one of my old emails. I like remembered the password that what I had from forever ago <laughs> and uh, when we got rid of our old computer yeah and uh, I got into it and it was like one of the first emails in that email <laughs> and I sent it to myself I'm like I'm so glad I did Dang. so I looked and I read it I'm like wow this is terrible <laughs> but right I mean you, awful. you can just imagine right <laughs> right but I mean the ideas like some of the ideas were cool mm -hmm. they're just super unarticulate <laughs> yeah, so I was like okay um, so I'm actually I might revisit that well no I am gonna revisit that but make it more of a like more thought out cool story um but the thing I'm doing now is this, I'm, like, so into it that I'm, like, studying, like, Vince Gilligan's work and stuff like Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Um, studying that, so I'm rewatching that for the 30th time. Dude, I mean, <laughs> the writing for that is just so amazing, yeah. right? It's, like, there's there's something about story crafting, right? That yeah. Especially for that, it's like, you know, the slow crawl to evil, right? And right. if Joe ever listens to this episode, he's going to be like, yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. just, it's just, like, one of those things where you, 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 you start at this point where it's, you know, a newbie, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, you. by the end of the show, you're like, how the hell did we get here? Yeah. You know? That's, so that's awesome with almost any show or movie that's well done. Right. Like, any movie, but Breaking Dead, Breaking Bad. Does Breaking it, Dad. So, yeah, Breaking Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds like a, like a Rugrats episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> something, something. You don't want to get we're, into We're dating ourselves yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that show specifically, they do it so well. Because you forget how much the guy, like, sucks. Right. You know what I mean? Because they start you off to sympathize with him. Right, you agree with him. Yeah. Like, you see why he's doing everything he's doing. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I get it. And there's a lot of, like, uh, like empathy, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then there's a point where, like... It, the needle shifts, right? right? Yeah, spoiler alert, whatever. I mean, it's too it late. You, <laughs> it you know I mean? If you haven't, that's on you. <laughs> but there's a point where, like, he gets cured from his cancer. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so... Why are you doing this thing? Yeah, so why are you still doing it? And then it turns into, like, his character actually coming out. He's, like, prideful. Yeah. And this very stubborn guy and, like... Well, like, he became his character, right? Yeah, and then yeah. if we kind of go back to, like, our anxiety and depression one, right? Mm -hmm. Where we talked about fame and how that corrupts people, yeah. right? You, yeah. you have your, your performance self right. and your real self. And then there's a point where that yeah. scales... Tip itself, yeah. and you become a shadow of who you were. Right, because you're in that sense, you're always performing. You know, what I mean, everywhere you go. Yeah, you know, yeah, people looking at you. I mean, you can say that about Kanye in some ways, oh right? Oh my god, that's. I, I feel for the guy, but I'm at the point where I've defended him so long, I'm done defending. Right, him. like he, I'm like, dude, just stop. Just, I mean, granted, it really does look like there's some something else going on. Issue, right. something's going on with him, but I don't know him. I don't. Right. You know I mean, at the end of the day, his life doesn't affect mine really at all. Yeah. But it's exhausting to hear someone who once was, like, so pure when it came to music mm -hmm. and did a great job to have, I don't know, went on some sort of roller coaster ride and is, like, right. so into the celebrity of himself that right. it's, like, you don't even know who I mean, you're selling name. yourself at that point, right? Yeah, like yeah. what? It's like you're selling little bits of your soul until you become yeah. nothing, right? You're right. just hollow. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, that's, like, I, I mean, I can't I know. relate to that. We could psychoanalyze it forever, and <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't know unless you talk to him yeah. every day, right? Yeah. But Like, imagine... Like, like imagine being like, oh, I'm just going to go grab something to eat real quick. Right. Like, at his level, you really can't do that. Unless right. you're ready to be like, yeah, there's people are going to, like, bombard me and, like, crowd yeah. me and stuff. Like, you'd have to, like, wear a freaking fake beard or something yeah. and, like, go yeah. out. And, like, a lot of them do that. They'll, you know, go into the airport. They're wearing, like, hoodies and, like, all covered up. And I'm like... Right. I mean, yeah, maybe initially that'd be cool. 
Maybe. It, it'll burn yourself out, man. Yeah, like, if you can't like go that. anywhere and yeah. just be normal. Yeah. You know? Like, that's why it's, like, like, weird when you have, like, some people who are just, like, famous mm-hmm. and they're, like, just normal people. Right. You know? Like, I've heard, like, Chris Pratt or, like, um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Those guys are, like, normal. Like, yeah. normal dudes. Right. They you learned know? To, to separate <clears throat> from that. Yeah. Like, they don't let the... the the fame or the whatever it is that mm-hmm. is a lot attached to that kind of stuff get right. to them in right. some way. And that's, I feel like that's a skill set. It really is. I feel like it has I to. mean, it's kind of like the, the NFL people, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where, you know, they they make all this money in their early 20s and yeah. then they retire and then by their 30... They're broke. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's a skill to be able to not blow all your money. Yeah, yeah. And that's sad. They definitely need financial advisors. I'm sure they have... A, I mean, uh, now, now it's becoming a thing like yeah. where they have guys that help them transition out yeah. of it, which I think they should have always had. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't imagine. I was stupid <laughs> coming out of high school. I, was, I, I mean, you have no stupid. reference. I was, just, I was ignorant to the world. I'll right. put it that way. We all were. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to a large part, we still are. Right. right exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if I if someone was like, "Here's, you know, a fucking ten million dollar salary right out of eighteen yeah. to just be me." Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> the shit I would have been like right. oh, I'm gonna like can you imagine this, you know like I mean? okay you're 18 and you're gonna be going to college and you're gonna go play football or whatever sport mm-hmm. and then say two years into college you're like hey you're a draft pick right you get drafted you're making at, at least a million right yeah, yeah. at least one million right? right so your income goes from basically zero mm-hmm. all of a sudden to a million dollars yeah how do you like rationalize that in any way it's like, you have no way, like, it all of a sudden has become, like, I couldn't even, like, all I could eat was, like, ramen, you know? <laughs> and I'm not talking about good ramen, because yeah. we've had good ramen. Right, right. We could have told side podcasts on just ramen <laughs> if we wanted to. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> As we're eating it. Right. Just hear slurps through yeah. the podcast. <laughs> oh, hot, hot. <laughs> I would have that on repeat. <laughs> but, but, like, we'll do that one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen now. Yeah, happen. But, like, you know... You just have no concept of it. Like I was, I even think it's insane that we even have schooling where you have six weeks, sixteen weeks to learn something and become yeah. a master at it. Like mm-hmm. you know, having an A in a class is you've mastered the material. Right. Hell, what? <laughs> master shit. Right. Like, like you yeah. barely got the concepts across, and you kind of just ma- aced a test of memorization, right. maybe. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely got to be reform when it comes to that. It's yeah. Not- Nothing's that simple. I, and I think the other part too is that the the universities really need to look at their athletes. Because yeah. they don't get paid. Right. You know? But they're making buku bucks for the university. Right. <laughs> so, actually, I was thinking about this not long ago. I mean, mm-hmm. Maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah. Um, like when the NCAA was having all their debates and whatever, if they should do this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things... Yeah, I know you follow sports a lot more than I do. Right. But one of the things I kept coming up with so the athletes get paid. Yes. Um, and do you think... Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm on the fence about it. I don't know. Because they, they spend so much time practicing, and they kind of right. just take course loads that are not super hard so they can right. dedicate so to the can, sport. That's and true. And if you're doing that, I mean, you're looking – I don't even know what a training schedule is like, but it's got to be upwards of 20 hours a week, man. Yeah, and I mean, not especially inclu- for those not including players. like not including off season stuff because mm-hmm. they're still in the gym all the day all right. time. And if you're a star athlete, they're looking at you and they're like, "Hey, you gonna be ready for next season?" Yeah, and you I guarantee you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How are your grades doing? You know? <laughs> I mean, I went to Western. Right. It's not like I mean that was a D one school, but it was like bottom of the D one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how the divisions break up that well. I'm right. not really into college sports that much, but all I know is um, it wasn't very. 
I I put it this way. I imagine like Michigan where Joe's going. Right. For those athletes, to be upper level, is a lot different. Right. Than it is at Western. You it's like I mean? there's a scale, right? Yeah. So it's like D one bottom, mm-hmm. but then there's like D one yeah. that's like way at the pinnacle right. of D one. <laughs> right. And they're talked about on ESPN. You know what I mean? Right. They're like. I mean, I've seen the picture of Joe's stadium, and it's just yeah, like... Oh, dude, the, what's it called? The bowl? The, yeah. The Coliseum? Yeah. It's, called, it's uh, ridiculous, man. I'm butchering that, I apologize. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it's crazy. It sits... I think it's the biggest stadium in, like, football. Oh, my God. Like, even I'll have to make sure I go see it when I'm down there this weekend. Yeah. Are you... Will you be there Sunday? Saturday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The other games are Saturday, anyway. Um, yeah. If they're playing at home, I would say go. Yeah. I would say, I mean... I don't know the schedule. I know you guys are going to the party and stuff. Yeah, we're going to the party and stuff yeah. like that, but I don't know I don't know the specific schedule either. I'm yeah. just going to show up and be like, and like, what are we doing? <laughs> Take me away. Yeah, that's going to be fun, man. Dude, my, my Halloween costume I figured out. So, you know, I got my dope Spider-Man hoodie from the PS4 game. Yeah. So I, I bought myself, you can see the pair of red jeans over there. Oh, I see. So, so I'm going to wear that with the hoodie. And okay. then underneath the hoodie, I got a button up with mm-hmm. two like front pockets. I bought some pocket protectors and put some pens in it. Okay. And I bought myself... And not glasses. those. I got some reading glasses or computer glasses. I got more nerdy looking ones coming. Oh damn! <laughs> so I can be uh, Spider Man with the hoodie up, and then Peter Parker with That's fucking nerdy dope. glasses. That's I don't wear glasses, so I had to figure out a way to make a, get myself glasses that. And it, to me, it's weird because I grew up. Nobody thought Spider Man was cool. Now everyone does. Now it's like, dude, you're Spider Man. Like yeah. I've got so many compliments on the hoodie. I'm like. This is weird, man. It's because it's one because the game came out. Right. I mean, partly it's the game, and it just movie. looks cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dope hoodie. But it's still weird. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, comic books are cool now, dude. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, Star Wars cool now. I remember yeah. growing up in like elementary school, and Star Wars like, man, do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Weird, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, it's like cool to be a nerd. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like me and anime. Right. Yeah. I do not under like. Okay, so I used to like not be outspoken about the fact that I watch anime right. and I was like oh you watch it you're a nerd yeah it's like kind of our friend group was like the only anime group that I really knew right. of at least because no one talks about right. it right yeah now, <laughs> it's like all these people are just like oh yeah posting these anime memes and talking about I saw the one you, like, I think you posted the, yeah. the black and white one where it was like my courage or something like, it was, and then it was at like oh, the end yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. the cabbage yeah, it was, that one was Avatar I, I giggled yeah. at that one yeah <laughs> that was my cabbage is my cabbage <laughs> that was, I mean it's, it's to me it's, it's crazy how that's a thing now um, yeah it, I, I don't think it's as cool as like some of the comic book stuff is because right. it's still like it's still its own kind of hidden thing you know what yeah I mean? I mean cause it's culturally it's a little bit more culturally isolated in some ways mm-hmm. yeah it because is. since it's from Japan mm-hmm. you know it takes a specific type of person but it's like right. if you like ramen you like <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much if you like ramen we're not talking about the marichin you know what I mean we're talking about the good stuff yeah the like bowl. the real yeah. good stuff yeah. if you haven't had real ramen you're missing out hardcore yeah. people still don't know that that's like a how dish. is that yeah uncultured swines yeah I feel like I didn't know well I don't know I knew when I didn't know cause like again in the anime I'd say I'm eating it and yeah. I'm like where do you get ramen right. like, I, I still picture Naruto man and he just yeah, and he's just going ham <laughs> this big bowl and I'm like what is in there dude it looks so good and then what is the first oh first bowl of ramen I ever had was actually after a show oh really yeah so I opened up for I opened up for Suicide Boys right, in Chicago, oh. north side of Chicago it was a great show A lot. it was like packed house um, that's legit they actually Suicide Boys actually asked uh, my girlfriend Alex to sell the merch for them because they had their merch downstairs that I have a person yeah and they're like hey like pretty girl they're like would you want to like you want to be the one who it? does it yeah and I was like yo you should do it that ended up not needing her because they sold out before like the show happened oh damn um anyway after the show was over um 
everyone else that was there all 21. Yeah. And they wanted to go out. And then I was 22. Alex was still 20. Yeah. So she wasn't 21 yet. So we're like, damn, well, what can we do? Ramen spot across the street. I'm like, yo, we have to check it out. Like, we got to check it out. Dude. And we're sitting there eating and we're both like... That's like the best stuff ever, man. Because you're yeah. like in the heart of the city and those like little tiny shops that you find. Yeah. Like, that's h- half of yeah. why I want to travel, man. Just like... Oh, yeah. Find the legit food. Like, I still... From this day, since I ever went to Western with, mm-hmm. to, to visit you, man. Yeah. <laughs> when we got there, it was... That's still a surreal day. Yeah. And we should probably tell it just because it's yeah, so much that, fun. That was a fun day. So, <laughs> driving to Western from here. So, we're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Takes about three-ish hours, maybe... Three yeah, it's like oh, almost yeah. four. Yeah. So it takes a while. And I'm about to, about to do a similar drive up to Michigan, which is like five hours. That's, yeah, it's a little longer. <sighs> yeah. Thank God I got a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got to worry about gas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just move on farts. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah, I filled up last month. <laughs> Dude, I get like 48 miles a gallon. That's fucking insane. Right. Excuse I love language, it. But that's it's <laughs> it's so good, man. It makes me mad because in my car. Like, right, because now you got this Mustang. Like, <laughs> it's literally like, half and I'm like I feel like I'm always at the gas like I'm a gas station regular it's like hey Bob they start giving me discounts like you're here all the time you want we'll get you this one do you need a monster yeah Yeah. but uh so back to the story so we're driving to and I'm the one who had to drive back then to Western and we get there right around noon or so I would think and Jordan's like oh dude you gotta come to this place chicks and I'll let you take over from there because then you can explain yeah so it's just like (laughs) I guess it's not a hole in the wall there because everything there is a hole in the wall because there's only, like, so much stuff to do in their quote-unquote downtown. Their downtown is literally, like, a, a cul-de-sac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, whatever. Parking That's there is it. atrocious, too. It, oh, my God, yeah. I don't know. Small town in <laughs> Illinois. Anyway, so we're in the downtown of Macomb, this place called Chicks. Some of the best food you can have. Weirdest menu I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's literally like craft chicken. It's like chicken fingers, and then they sell. They have drink specials too. Yeah, yeah. So um, (laughs) they have these thing called. For people who don't know, most people don't. (laughs) They have these chicken tender things called lips. And they dunk them. Oh, in, I like, forgot. And you like you like tear them, right? Yeah, well, if I remember. Well, no. You, I mean, they serve them whole, but you can get like lip fries. Oh, okay. Like, waffle fries with cheese, and they like cut up. Ooh, on, it's so fire! I need. I, I want to go back just, <laughs> just for, for food. <laughs> just for that. Uh, just because I used to eat it like once a week. Yeah. Um, so I bring them there because I'm like, if you're in Macomb, you have to. Yeah, right. drink and you have to eat chicks. <laughs> like, and that's what you do in Macomb. That's <laughs> what we did for four years. <laughs> drink and then eat chicks. No class. <laughs> that's, that's it. It seemed like it. Like, Pretty much. Somebody <laughs> 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 yeah. get a degree at the end. Yeah. It's like thanks for coming you're to right. Western Illinois. Right. You got your majored in chicks. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So. So eating that and then they had they had their drink specials I don't really I don't remember them they weren't that they weren't that crazy they had like really good martinis that's I also like, remember is we had a martini at like 1pm yeah and I never had a martini in my life yeah and then we, were, we were in for a long day so it was like let's get let's get it started yeah <laughs> but, um, we got what was it called is uh, some president or something Winston Churchill yeah well, Herrera got the Winston Churchill yeah. and that was just it was just like shameless plug go listen to his podcast yeah here's his vodka <laughs> you know I mean? that was so strong too yeah it was I feel I think we were like buzzdish after mm-hmm. eating over there yeah yeah we definitely were so um yeah so then we go back we're stuffed um, and I'm like yo so the night is or the day is just beginning so what do we get we went to uh, that liquor store at the corner from your apartment, and we got uh, mm. Everclear and Hawaiian yeah, Punch. That's what it was. What was it, bathroom juice? Yeah, I think it was, like, ghetto jungle juice. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? and like, you had, like, a cooler, like, one of those, mm-hmm. like, 
Gatorade ones, the bigger ones for like, and like you see on like a high school football yeah. field. Yeah, so <laughs> if we filled that up <laughs> with Hawaiian Punch and then Everclear. A handle, a full. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we make smart decisions that sometimes. Was fun. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, we had to cut it with orange juice, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because it was like. And then Herrera, you, either you dared Herrera or he dared you. And. <laughs> Oh, for the shot? Yeah, you yeah. guys both took a shot of Everclear, yeah. and you're both like... <laughs> yeah, that was the worst thing. I can still taste it. <laughs> it's like blinking like, in your memory, yeah, right? Like, oh, like, why did I do that to myself? It was, and it was so hot. Going I forget, oh, too. God, like Because we drank that stuff, mm-hmm. me, you, and Joe got in this really deep philosophical argument before we, we left, yeah, and yeah. we were like, almost like arguing yeah, each other. We're talking, was it religion? What was it? I forget what it was, but we like really got heated for Maybe a little while. it was while. politics. It was something like that. Yeah. But, like, we got super deep into like, <laughs> yeah. this really debate. Ever fucked up. <laughs> like, right in the garden. Yeah. And then you and Stump had your typical Madden duels. Oh, yeah. We did play Madden. As always, that happens. <laughs> you know, it, it got a little heated there, too. I was ongoing. If he listens, you suck at Madden. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll have to plug it when we share this episode. Be like, yeah. hey, Stump, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, in the bio. I'm going to put taps. You suck at Madden. <laughs> the bio <laughs> just for him but no uh, I mean that was a fun day then we you know whatever went to a couple parties yeah cool. that was the weirdest thing ever for me where people were just outside in their front yards mm-hmm. in like the the like apartment housing area yeah. where people were just like yeah we're just gonna start drinking and I'm like yeah. I don't think half of those people were even old enough to be drinking no definitely not because <laughs> you can get into the um most of the clubs I think all of them Definitely most, but I, I can't remember all of them. But most of them, you don't have to be 21 to get into. You can get in when you're 20. And I How think does Herrera get kicked out then? Because it's I'm speeding up. Yeah, but <laughs> that's just what he does. I think, I think I think in his head he doesn't tell us this, but he's like, okay. How can I make an ass of myself? <laughs> and it's just like, all right, that's what he does. He gets kicked out. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I've only known like two people to get kicked out of those places, and one of them was Eric's. <laughs> so like, he was there for a day. This is so <laughs> amazing on so many yeah, levels. It's like, man. Um, but I don't. Also, I don't think that's exclusive to Western. I think that's just. Um, Most like university, university college yeah, areas. Well, I mean, this kind of makes sense because yeah. why would you exclude half of your population? Mm-hmm. Well. No, yeah, if you go into school, you're maybe 18 at the end of high school. Right. So you're like 19, 20, and then 20, yeah. So you're like, mm-hmm. half of your student body can't even go and, yeah, make we'll, money we'll for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, oh, we gotta, I don't want to speed this up too fast, but no. the, the the one drink. Oh, the Quaalude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so before, so, okay, so backtrack a little bit. The reason everyone came down is there's this event that happens twice a year at Western called Around the World, and it's at, um... A club called the Forum. Yeah. So I think they have around the worlds everywhere, but just in case I don't, it's like basically they set up drink stations. It's like a bar crawl, different. basically, like a super crazy bar crawl. Yeah, yeah. And each bar has like an, another country. So one's like Mexico, and they have like margaritas and like that tequila type of, stuff, tequila and that stuff. And then you can go to Ireland and get like car bombs and that type of thing. Really cool. But like, it's like the busiest night <laughs> for drinking there. So you know, everyone came down before we went to. <laughs> so we we like had four pregames. To you know, yeah, we really it did. It was like a, like a pregame to the pregame to the pregame to the pregame. It was nuts. But so, Basically drinking by 1 p.m. until like 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was very stupid. But <laughs> we, Really a long day. Yeah, it was fun, but it was whatever. <laughs> but, uh, we went to this place, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was right next door to the forum. Anyone who's listening who went to West. It was like a tiny name. hole in the wall. Yeah, this was like the dive bar. Yeah. There's like, all older people in there, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, a lot of the, like, the we call them Macomi homies, people who live there, yeah. went to that bar. Um, 
I can't remember. It'll hit me at some point. But uh, they have this drink there called the Quaalude. And I don't know what they put in it, but it was like a milk-based It's like a milkshake. Liquor, yeah. At least like, it tastes like one. And yeah. you, can, you got a chocolate one. That strawberry. And I, yeah, I think I feel like Alex got someone. No, Alex wasn't with us. Oh, no, she wasn't. No, no, no she met us at the, at the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that was the first day I met her. Yeah, was that the first day? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, I think, well... No, you know, you brought her, you had brought her down like prior like the, the Christmas time, like yeah. the year before, and then yeah, yeah. that was the second time we'd right. met her. Because Eric still lived at his initial house yes. when you guys yes. first met her, and then he moved. Anyway. <laughs> um, Side, so many tangents when tangents yeah, right now. <laughs> it's just remembering, you know. Yeah. Um, but this drink is like a mil- basically a milkshake with, with like liquor in eight it. shots or something nuts in it. And so you take <clears> one and you're lit, like you're done. And by the way, we were already lit yeah. at this point. Like, we were messed up. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's like, dude, I can't finish this one. I'm like, well, you, you like, up-talk this drink. I can't I can't not leave here without having at least right. a little bit of it. So I wound up down in half of it yeah. before we go into this club. Yeah. And oh, then, man. Um, so we go in there. This club is next level, it's man. It's huge. It's like, I'm gonna, I don't remember. It's like four floors, I think. Something like that. There's like and the it main just, floor, and then you can go upstairs. And then it's just like, like levels upstairs. everywhere. Yeah. and it's It makes no huge. sense. Yeah. It's, There's like four dance floors. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, it was a very fun place to go on the weekends. Um, I mean, it's interesting, right? You could go. Yeah. You're like this today. We're gonna go to this dance floor, yeah. right? Like you could yeah. just make it up. Right. And it almost it almost felt like it didn't belong there. You know yeah, because I mean? it's so. It was like really not modern in the interior, but it right. just had the vibe. Yeah. You know, where like, it was like copping. <laughs> right. And it was it was a place I would picture going like in the city. Like yeah, like, there's not really places in Schaumburg even like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That at least that I can think of. Pops is kind of like that now, but not like that. Yeah, not still, that level though. Yeah. <laughs> like and that is still even like you just had you walk in and there's a bar and that's it. You yeah. Know? But this place it was like I don't know like six bars in there yeah. or something like that. It's four, weird, man. Six or four to six. Yeah, bars and every floor had its like own drink deals or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I still remember that was our mission. So we all like had this train, and yeah. we were like, "How do we get car bombs?" Yeah, yeah. And we like wound our way up, and it was like the top floor. Mm-hmm. And then we all get a car bomb, and we're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> still messed up already, by the right. way. <laughs> and then all I remember is like we had like we're like Eric, don't get lost, please. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we did the car bomb, all I hear is a whisper in my ear is like, "I'm gonna go get lost," <laughs> and I'm like. <sighs> And then he pulled a Batman. Yeah. And yeah. I turn around, he's just gone. Just gone. <laughs> and if Eric is gonna, li- I'll have to put. We'll have to just put everyone on blast to yeah. listen to this one because yeah. he's gonna be dying laughing. Yeah. It's like, man, you had this awesome podcast, and now you're ruining my reputation. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, that's what he's about. Be yourself, man. Be Batman. <laughs> I mean, he is himself. That's mm-hmm. why I had him on to yeah. talk about him being himself. Yeah, he had to be Batman for a day, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so he disappears, and then fast forward a little bit through the night. I mean, whatever you do your thing when you're out partying. We all separated and, into small groups. Yeah, and we're trying to find each other to go home because... I wish we had screenshots of this group oh, text, man. man. I did for a long time. I deleted I needed space. I right. Stuff. I deleted them. Um, <laughs> but, we're, I mean, they don't know the area, so I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I got everyone with me so people don't just end up in Lost. Peoria. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somewhere else in southern Illinois. So, um <laughs> so uh, we're texting each other trying to find each other this is also a group text so yeah, it's really it's discombobulated text, yeah. and Joe's <laughs> angry for some reason he's like pissed oh what the fuck where is everyone he's mad um, and then Eric, Eric would be like I'm by the bathroom and then Joe's like I'm by the bathroom where are you yeah. I'm upstairs <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe's like why wouldn't you wait <laughs> that was funny. then I'm like 
So I'm in the middle of the dance floor in this big freaking club. And I'm like, hey, guys, just go to the middle of the dance floor and then scream. That was my idea. <laughs> so it didn't work. Um, but, I mean, look, I mean, we found each other, got at, home. At some point. Yeah. I remember getting outside because it got to the point where Eric's like, I got kicked out. And so I'm like, well, I guess we should go outside because we'll find Eric yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know how he got kicked Neither out. Neither do we I. Should, we should ask him. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know because he probably just looking squirrely because he had probably his... <laughs> Yeah, if I had his curly head, you know, just yeah, something uh, with his with his little scum stash yeah, going he, on. He figures it out. <laughs> he knows how to get. I, I still remember though they had the most legit setup from the Domino's man. They would just post up right outside the club. Oh yeah. yeah. With pizzas yeah. and you buy like a full pizza for five bucks. Yeah, they had the pizzas. They had tacos, um, I believe. Uh, I don't something know. like that. That was Chinese food. Oh, that's what yeah, it was. It was uh, this this married couple. At least I think they're married. Yeah. That's what I comprehended. They're outside every weekend. They had their little, you know, cart, carton or whatever, and then they open it up, and they had like all this like chicken fried rice, like sesame chicken. It was clutch. Five dollars, clutch. It yeah. Was so because all these I bought a whole people, pizza. I got outside. I'm like, damn, I'm so drunk. Give me this pizza. You know how much money they probably made off that? Like, a lot, dude. Bank like Hila- hilarity and yeah. amount of money because yeah. there's just so many people. Like, damn, I want it's all this yeah. food. Like hundreds of people <laughs> each time they're out there, and they had five bucks a pop. You know yeah. What I mean, like this. Crazy, crazy. Um, that was so crazy. Yeah, good memories. <laughs> good memories. College. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Um, my next college venture will be much different. Yeah, a lot more different. serious That'll, this time yeah, around. Be a lot less of that. I, I think honestly, like, you know, my my schooling has been just strange all around because I've had a job right, full time and I've been commuting yeah. to IU now for the last twoish years, roughly, and I'm almost done. Like with this semester basically wrapping up, I. And more or less done, right? Because my senior design is done, and I'm like, "Oh, you finished already?" I'm going to be. Okay. This this semester is our. We get to present it and be like, "Hey, this is what this we made, and right. this is like what I'm doing." Like, basically putting our capstone in and be like, "Hey, I've learned something." Right. And um, well, I've learned more from just doing what I've already been doing. You've been in the field. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. besides that, but <laughs> I'm not trying to say anything negative here. But <laughs> right, right, right. um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, too, just taking the year off that I did and then just working and seeing what the real world was like. Right. Because, like, I, I, we've talked about it before, and I think it was probably on the initial podcast we did back in BroPod. Okay. Where we talked about it. But, like, mm-hmm. when you... When you get to see the real world and you get to realize that you, the difference between yourself as, like, an entry-level, like, retail associate at Walmart or something, right. you you have this really different view of the world because you want to realizing that the people who are your peers or that are, like, you know, easily 10 years older than you, right. they're just like you. They're just trying to figure it out. They right. just happen to be at Walmart, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's really no difference between you and them. It's just a right. matter of where you want to go exactly right yeah. and they're kind of put in a situation where they really don't have a place to go anymore because mm-hmm. they just don't know where that is right and it was kind of like i saw the beginnings of the trap in some way mm-hmm. where it was like especially if you're someone who could kind of get stuff done they mm-hmm. like pegged you right away and like you should move up and become a department manager right and then they're like and then by the time you do that you wind up getting like a dollar more right and by the way this is like 825 so you're like making 925 and you're like damn right. i'm making big bucks not right. really because yeah. then you wind up having so much more responsibility mm-hmm. for not a lot of gain right doesn't equate yeah. 
Yeah, and so when you have that like view, and then because of the way I my work ethic is, is I was able to look be in every department in Walmart, so I got this view of like, oh, this is how a store is run. I right. get it, you know. Right. And I still have it to this day where I can like go into Walmart and have it memorized. It's freaking totally. weird. Yeah, I can go anywhere in the store and be like, all right, I know where this is and that is, right. and like, well, that's a good skill. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really useful. I, I would never have guessed like f- like automotive fluids would be useful, but I do like a lot of tests with automotive fluids for my job. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really helpful to understand what these different fluids are yeah. so I can just go there and I'm like I need that one that one that one <laughs> it's really weird that these things these skills carry over in some yeah. way <laughs> yeah. that's I mean you pick up something from everything from, yeah from everything you yeah. do um, and it's always been interesting the jobs I've worked to I've always wondered for no one specifically but just in general where the ambition kind of dies off right people you know because I mean at least for me every time I start a new job or like start something new like you start off so like I can't wait to there's a bounce in the step you know (laughs) but then you're like I mean you're so hopeful and you're like I can't wait to see basically the the potential how far the potential can go and at some point for not for everyone but for a lot of people like that fire it dies out it it definitely that's for sure true Mm -hmm. I mean I think you have to be continually challenged right I think that's what it means like what it really boils down to because like when you when you have when you start a new job it's like everything's new you're learning people are saying oh you're pretty fit you're like you're pretty good at this blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and then it gets to a point where you go into like maintenance mode where you you're all the skills you've learned Mm -hmm. are just you know they're inbuilt right you just can go into autopilot mode it's not engaging anymore unless you find new things to channel your interest into Mm -hmm. and I think I think that's where I am able to enjoy what I do now. Right. Because, like, I'm in an environment where I don't deal with customers on a daily basis anymore. Right. Like, I still deal with them, and I think the skills I've learned from being in, in an environment where I did deal with customers all the time, mm-hmm. it allows me to sell it. Okay, you know, that makes sense. You know, I can talk about the things I do, and because I'm in the same situation where I know how to do basically everything again, mm-hmm. I, I then can be like, oh, yeah, we can do these, this, that, and the other right. thing, and then sell it to a customer who may not understand it right. at a level. Do you work directly in sales? Or no. That's I'm, I'm, a, I'm an test technician, technically. Gotcha. But, I mean, because of the way it works, is like the salespeople bring in the jobs, and then sometimes the customers come on site right. to, to just observe, mm-hmm. but... By extension, we're the guys that get to sell how well we know our jobs. Exactly, yeah. And so by me being better at selling it, mm-hmm. just makes it better. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It makes it like... I mean, that's just how I deal with everything, too. <laughs> well-rounded. Yeah. Being um, kind of isolated. Yeah. Doing I don't like that in any way. Like, yeah. I've dealt with salespeople. That's why um, John White was on my podcast, because he was one of those few salespeople for me that was interested in the technical side of what we do right. whereas a lot of salespeople, you've probably dealt with this before mm-hmm. where they're not interested they're just like I just get you the quote mm-hmm. and then that's it like yeah. you know yeah I mean I mean so for I don't know if I want to say what company yeah don't say the company I won't, yeah so for one of the companies I worked for um, I'll be as vague as possible here it was it was so bad with that kind of thing that there were people who didn't have credentials even in like a legal sense because I don't. I don't want to put anyone under the bus. Yeah, okay. don't don't throw anyone under the yeah, bus. Don't so. say names. You can make up a name if it makes right. make well, it better. Well, I just want to leave it as vague, so I don't ever want to say like the field it was. Oh yeah, okay, so if yeah, that makes sense. So just and what I was doing, you have to have certain credentials to do that in yeah. a legal sense because if something happens, you can get sued for liability reasons. Right. Yeah. So the people who were selling that product didn't have the credentials to be selling it, and would literally just like had this 
script created that was complete oh BS to sell to people because so they, they didn't they, they didn't have like the the technical knowledge to be able to say yeah. it properly basically yeah but there was so much ego around it that they wanted to act like they do and it's just like you don't know what you're that's doing that's so terrible this is someone's like the customer's livelihood like there's right. so much more at stake than just yeah. you hitting your goal you know what yeah I mean? um so it was very it was a bad environment there was yeah. a lot of just bs it was just negativity negative. yeah, yeah very negative don't um, see like that i think that's why part of it comes to like the disenfranchisement and the negativity it just becomes soul-sucking because then yeah. when that's built in as part of the culture because like whenever i think of like working with people right like the the place you decide to work because mm-hmm. we all got to work in some way because right. we got to pay bills and right. just live right yeah, yeah. at the very least you got to have food on the table yeah um <clears throat> But when you get to a point, like, you got to realize that the people you work with are not your enemy. Like, right. you're both just working, yeah. and you happen to work at this common goal kind of thing. Right. And, and you got to really develop that, like, you're never going to, there's never going to be 100% where you get along with everybody. But right. you've got to be able to navigate it and be able to just, you know, figure out how to work best with those people and leverage mm-hmm. their strengths. Right. If, if you have the opportunity to be able to do that, unless right. they're your boss. But either way, then you still have to mitigate it in some way. Yeah. And... I've always been the type of person, like, I don't go to work to make friends. Yeah. Now, if you do, great. You know what I mean? And I have. Right. You know? um, so I'm not saying you have to be opposed to that. Yeah. Um, but in the sense that it's like you have a job to do, um, and you should go there to get the job done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, it's not social hour. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> get the job done. And um, or I'll just say what I'm currently doing now is serving. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, was going to be a very just in-between, just kind of to get the bills paid. Right. I, I mean, a lot of my friend Mike's done it, Nate's done it. Right. And they both recommended it. They're like, you know, you can you make money quick. You know what I mean? You don't take the homework. You don't take the work home, home with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, there's not baggage, right? Yeah. Because you're just yeah. filling orders, yeah. basically. So it's like the perfect, like, middle job. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, if you're in-between something, I'm like, okay, cool. Plus, there's no right. baggage. It's not like you're learning something that someone else couldn't do easily kind exactly. of thing. Where, yeah. Where you're like, oh, man, if I leave, I don't know who's going to, like, be able to do what I do or right, whatever right. like you'd be surprised actually you'd be surprised well <laughs> I yes I mean yeah. we've all had bad servers mm-hmm. but like it's just a it's not like high skill scene. right yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have to go to school for yeah you know unless you do want to do that because it's like you do craft beer so you gotta right. really know a lot yeah yeah there's, there's an industry for it and you know the hospitality industry is a, yeah you know what I mean is this I actually know a few people who went into that which is interesting yeah it's, I mean it's a cool field it's yeah very cool I mean I'm into that to an extent right um you know what I mean but not something that I necessarily want to have a I wouldn't want to be doing that when I'm 40 let right me put it that yeah way. you know what I, mean? I mean that's a really good way of putting it yeah yeah and that's what I think about it I'm like there's parts of it that I really do enjoy. Mm-hmm. You really gain, um, you get a real good sense of like customer service. You know yeah. I mean? you, you know, you learn how to deal with different people, so it's cool. Um, yeah, I think that's really important in yeah, general. Yeah, and the life and the moving forward. So I didn't expect how, I didn't expect how important of a skill set it would be doing that. That you can't, and I kind of knew that a little bit before. Right. But learning how to kind of deal with people that are very different. Mm-hmm. You, it's like it's glaring there. well yeah, yeah I mean you, you just go from like table to table and you can have two completely different people and you have to switch yeah. like that you know what I mean my question is can you ever tell this is a totally side thing mm-hmm. have you ever, can you ever tell if there's like a date going on if it's going bad or well or oh, not oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be yeah. really fun to do yeah. but that's just me because I'm like super curious about yeah, things like no, that you can, you can tell like you can tell when there's a date 
you can kind of tell if it's an early date. Hard to tell. You know, you can tell if it's a first date for sure. Oh, yeah. You can tell just how their posture, everyone's sitting up straight. Yeah, and everyone's like... Super polite. I'm like, hey, okay, I'm working. It's a first date. They're not relaxed enough yet? Yeah, there's too much impression to try to have. You know what I mean? They're trying to impress the other person. You can tell that, like, the second they walk in. But then you can tell, like, when it's early, they've known each other, but they're still not super comfortable. Um, Then you can tell when there's relationships. And when there's, like, fights or arguments, it's super awkward because you walk over and you're like, hey, how are you doing? Okay. Because <laughs> they both look at you out the corner of their eyes like, yeah. fucking walk away. Yeah, I've had, I've had one guy, I don't know how long they were known each other, obviously. Right. But one guy, like, got up and left his date there. And I guess he said he was going to the bathroom because she was like, oh, he'll be back in a second. I'm like, cool. Um, so I'm coming back, keep checking on her. You good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. And he's, he'll be back. And at this point, it's been 15 minutes, and I'm like, all right, so either his stomach is not agreeing with him <laughs> by any means necessary. Oh, or my God. Gone. It turns out he left, and she didn't have any money with her. And she was like, oh, my gosh, so I have to. So she had to call. She, like, called him, blew up his phone, and he ended up coming back. But it was, like, a super awkward thing. I don't know what happened, but I was just like, Yikes. Oh, that's really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, you run, I don't get that often. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably yeah. once yeah. in a blue moon. But. Yeah, but still, to see that, it's kind of, I mean, it's funny, but, it, I mean, it's It's, it's like awkward. one of those, it's one of those weird things, right? Because you don't. You know, in the moment, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's a big deal, but the people around kind of sense it in yeah. some way. Yeah. I don't know why that's, like, one of the things that I'm like, I server people yeah. life, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people just, like, hardcore start making out way too, like, getting into it way, and I'm like, dude, you are in public. I'm trying to, walk, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if you need anything. And I'm like, I guess you're good. <laughs> like, I don't... You're I don't, like, you're about to walk up... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I, I can't I mean, offer you any of that. going to turn away and just <laughs> yeah. pretend like I didn't see that. Yeah, it's so awkward, but, I mean, that's just, that's the job. <laughs> that's so, I mean? it's um, such a strange thing, too, especially when alcohol's involved, right? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. when you're serving alcohol to people, like, you're like, I don't want to ask if he needs one more because he looks pretty good already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you, you can see when someone comes in sober, and it, I didn't notice this because I'm usually on the end where, like, I'm either with or I am the person who's, like... Oh, yeah. so you don't really know in that sense you don't necessarily notice it when it hits but when you're serving and you kind of have to be aware because if someone leaves and gets in an accident then that's your fault technically right which I don't I don't agree with that I don't think that's it is kind of weird I don't think that should be on the server or the restaurant's liability I mean you're 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 if you're 21, you should at yeah, least 21. You should be able to yeah, so that handle yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, granted, you should look out for people just as a good courtesy, person, right? But like, if someone's gonna argue with me, like, no, I'm gonna drive, then I shouldn't have to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what are you gonna server, do? Handcuff yeah, them? <laughs> like, okay, bye. You know yeah, like, I mean? like you can't. I, unless you could call them Ubers from the restaurant. Yeah, and it was which like, you can. You can call them taxis, and usually the restaurant pays for it. But I'm yeah. like, it's one thing if they're cooperative, and they're like, yeah, I'll take a taxi, blah blah blah. But right. if someone gets like aggressive yeah. about it because uh, you know how some people get like no I'm good to drive especially like, drunk dude. people yeah and it's like dude no you're not you know what yeah. I mean I don't think Eric does he get like that I'm... back in the day oh yeah just stupid <laughs> I don't know yeah just, just gotta keep throwing him in the bus can't yeah. let him <laughs> <laughs> um, but whatever I mean he's mature now <laughs> um, if, if you could ever say is, that yeah. <laughs> as mature as he could be <laughs> Uh-huh. I love how we're just roasting him right <laughs> now. Oh, he, uh, okay, I'll tell you that later. <laughs> yeah, so back to the point, I just, I, I don't think that should be a, 
on the server's liability. But you can tell, like, when someone's sober, and then where the, where the switch, the one too many, it's like, it's like, oh, this dude's drunk, and then it's like, oh, he's he's messed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can see it, in, you can see it in their eyes. Yeah. How they talk. Like usually people come in, hey man, how you doing? And then when they start getting real comfortable, hey buddy. What's oh no. They get too friendly. Yeah. It's like all right. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool, but it's it's. See, it's I don't like people weird. touching me though, especially people I don't know. So I'm like. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. You touch me more. I'm a, you're gonna lose a hand. <laughs> you know, so being like the fit guy in in the place I work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is so annoying when oh, people are like, no. "Oh, do you work out?" And they just grab my arm, and I'm like, "Okay." Does it happen <laughs> to girls who get like a little too drunk? Um, it's more. It's not like girls my age don't do that. Oh, is it the older ones? It's either older women or guys. It's I don't wait, know, what? It's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's weird. And no, so I'll put it this way: it's really no one my age. Yeah. Does. Oh, okay. It's usually people who are older. Hmm. Like, and I'm like, why are you touching me? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Don't touch me. You know, I mean, and it's not like a weird touch. It's just like, they feel like they have to touch my shoulder. But oh, like one person was literally like, touching my whole torso and like my shoulder. And I'm like, yo, man. <laughs> like, what, like, what the heck? Yeah, if you start taking out my shirt, you're going to lose you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like, this is harassment. <laughs> Don't touch me. That's you know, so like, weird. You no, know, you gotta smile and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I work out." You know, they ask you, "Oh, do you work out?" And I'm like, "No, never." <laughs> like, you know, like, obviously, just give them the sarcastic yeah, answer. It's like obviously, man. But um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's again, it's not an industry. I want right. to be in when I'm forty. I mean, but, it's uh, not so. It, to me, it's like those things. Like certain things have an expiration date, right? Mm-hmm. As a career, right? Right. So, I, like, at at some point, I'm not knocking these jobs, but a right. retail job should be expired at some point, mm-hmm. unless that's your thing. Like, right. There's a there's a legitimate reason if you really want it to be your thing, but for right. not the majority of people, it should it yeah. shouldn't be. Right. Yeah, so, um, go ahead. But like at the same time, like for me when I was doing like my YouTube things initially, as like mm-hmm. my initial foray into all this stuff. Right. Like I thought playing video games has an expiration date. Right. Like I'll still play as a decompressing thing because you mm-hmm. can't be serious all the time because that's how you burn out and you mm-hmm. you know give up on things that you really care about. But like doing it as a thing as an outlet. I don't think to me it was just was meh. It was like a low bar, right. you know, and that's right. what like retail is. It's a, it's a low bar to set for yourself right. in my eyes. And to being really safe here, yeah. <laughs> and no. I'm trying to knock it. Yeah, well, for you personally, it's a low bar. Yeah, exactly. But for someone else, it can be. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, back when I was 18, there was the high bar because I'm like, fuck yeah, I got a job. Like, right, right. <laughs> I'm making money for the right. first time ever, and I can like save up to my car now and like have these other goals that I'm working towards, right? right. But like, I don't know. It's just really interesting. To, like, see that, right, the ch- shift, right, because you feel ready. Like, it's really weird, right? Yeah, you, that's a good point. Like, you don't, you don't know, you know, like, I just, I always, like, dread that, like, well, so what's your five-year plan? You know, yeah, that yeah. kind of conversation, because I feel mm-hmm. like for a lot of older generation people, like, you know, significant yeah. other others' parents, mm-hmm. they still see it in, like, what's your five-year plan? What's right. your ten-year plan? And right. I've never viewed my life in that way. Like five-year blocks? No. Like, to me, it was just like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to get save up money. I'm going to go back to school. Right. And then I'm going to get my associates. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to finish my bachelor's. And then right. somewhere along the way, I got a job. Right. And then somewhere along the way, like, all the rest of this stuff it's has been happening. Place. And it's yeah. like, I don't want to, like, I've never wanted to to box myself in into a, a, into a view of, like, this is where I should be by X age. Right. Because there's so many things that happen along the way. And I could, right. and I guarantee, like, if I had boxed myself in, I would never have gotten into working out. Right. I would never have been able to do, like, 90% of the things, mm-hmm. you know, because I hadn't planned it. Right. I just did it, you know? It was right. just like, well, this feels like something I want to try to 
to do, and so let's so just let's do it. Do it. Like yeah. it's just, you know, I think the more you box yourself in, you leave the the, the opportunity and chance to mm. just fall into something as as like yeah, you throw it out the window. You know, and I think. Like, two is that, that, you know, the idea of, like, find your passion type mm-hmm. thing, like, what you want to do. Yeah. I don't think it's about finding what you really love. It's about finding something that you're interested in, and then somehow that turns into the passion. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because, yeah. like, like I always do this, man, podcasting. Right. Like, it was an accidental love for me. Right. Like, I got into it really early on, like, really vaguely, like... I listened to the TED Talks on NPR where they right. did the radio hour and they would just basically theme out a podcast and I would, right. I just love TED Talks. I'm like, damn, this is a cool way of like ingesting a themed out version of a podcast. Right. But then it got to a point where I'm like, okay, these are just like reruns and things. Like, I don't really need this. And then I kind of just, you know, expanded my horizons of the right. podcast it's world. Interest. Right. Yeah. It just like, I'm like, okay, like Moises had told us, like, oh, shout out, you need to get on this podcast, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I got into it and I'm like, damn, like, I gave Joe Rogan a chance but before that I was listening to like hour long podcasts you know right. and I'm like all of a sudden Joe Rogan and I'm like three hour podcast what the hell <laughs> you know I'm like this is like half my day right. but at the time it was like perfect because I'm like commuting and then my job like I said before is like I'm able to listen to music or podcasts and just do my job because right. people aren't interacting with me every day mm-hmm. so I can just kind of zone out and be like this is a freaking interesting podcast like that's how half the time I tell you guys about stuff yeah, because yeah. I'm just listening to it every day mm-hmm. and um like, since then, it's just been, like, I just absorb so much information from conversation. Right. Like, like one of the new podcasts I listen to is, it's called, the guy's name is Peter Tia. He's a medical doctor. Okay. And so his thing is about longevity and lifespan. So mm-hmm. it's, like, the science of how, what you do and, like, how you fuel your body and things like that extends your lifespan. So he's looking mm-hmm. at, like, so you, we live, like, 85 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, by 75, our health starts to decline. Right. And so what he's looking at is trying to expand that 10-year chunk of time so that your quality of life lasts as long as possible. Okay, that makes sense. So it's really specific, but it starts really early on. Mm-hmm. So, like, our age where we're like you got to eat real clean you got to take a multivitamin like do certain things exercise to extend your life but he started a podcast recently and he gets all of his like md doctor friends and phds Mm. to talk on his podcast and talk about these really nuanced ideas in the form of medicine right and you get to like it's like sitting in like you know I don't even know, like a master's course of med school. That's awesome. Like, and you're, I'm a fly on the wall <laughs> and I have no right to be listening. Like there's a, last week was a five part. Um, he his, one of his mentors was Tom Dayspring and he's uh, like the, one of the world renowned lipidologists. So fats. Huh. And so he lipidology. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's so weird. Right. <laughs> and so it was a five part, seven hour podcast all last week. Every day there was a podcast that was at least an hour long. Wow. Yeah. And so I listened to all of it and I'm like, I just listened to lipidology, like 101, like huh. 101 all the way up to like 30, like 400. <laughs> like you took the course. Yeah. Like I just took the course. Like he even said it in the description. He's like, if you're in a like lipidology fellowship in school right now, you might get more out of this than the entire course. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, I have no right to be here, yeah. but it's free and right. I'm here. And this is so interesting. Yeah. And I'm like learning this stuff. I'm like texting Mike. I'm like, Hey Mike, yeah like it's just so much fun for me to like i'm just like really into just health as a thing right you know because the more i learn the better you know even though i don't understand the science of it as much Mm. as they do it's still you there's still takeaways from it from just a like 
should you be taking certain supplements or not? Or, like, yeah. what are things you're doing, like, foods you eat or something yeah. that are, like, unhealthy for you or and whatever? And for how you work, too, I feel like this that's a perfect thing for you because how you kind of work things is something that you can take and be like, oh, that's interesting, and then directly take that and then try it out. Yeah. And then see how it works <laughs> with you, and you're like, oh, I like that. Uh, not so much. You know what I mean? You yeah. Kind of mess with things. So like, right. It's super. It's always gonna be there. The yeah. Industry. So it's like it's a really mm-hmm. awesome thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I get to like regurgitate it to all you guys for yeah. fun because I'm like, this is like ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and it's important to everyone. Yeah. You know I mean, I, mean I, I think health in general should be like number number one. Yeah. Like the it's other a, thing is, I'm super obsessed with sleep right now. Yeah, I saw that uh, <laughs> app you're using. Yeah, um, the Whoop. Yeah. W H O O P. I, mean, I want to try. Whoop, that. you're gonna start having to sponsor me, guys, if I keep mentioning them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I love the app, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So like the last five days, it's been like so it measures your recovery. Um, I'm, I'm gonna explain it again. So it measures your recovery as a percentage up to 100% using some newer metrics. So HRV. So HRV is called heart rate variability. And what that means is basically your body. I know I've explained this to you before, but for everybody's right. <laughs> HRV is basically the variability in your heart rate. So if you're stressed out and like you're working out hard, your heart rate boom, 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 boom. But if you're like on, like if you're relaxed, your heart rate's boom, boom. And like there's a like little minute like change in your, the rate of your heart right. where it's not pushing hard. So it measures it in milliseconds. So today I was at 61 uh, milliseconds between heartbeats hmm. and um, on average I'm about 46 so right. it's pretty high up there today and then it also measures your uh, resting heart rate which uh, today I was at 66 my average is 70 hmm. but I've been killing myself in the gym lately because Probably. this thing yeah this thing has been like that's my recovery it's all been in the green upper 70s for like the last five wow. days that's good Dude, it's crazy because like and then it, the the thing I really love about it though is my sleep but today's an anomaly I woke up at like 545 wow. and I was just awake I was just like <laughs> just <wide> awake. <laughs> yeah I was just like all of a sudden I just like moved and all of a sudden up. you're up I'm yeah. like my man I'm like I want to be in, like I'm like <laughs> right. I looked at time I'm like five four what yeah <laughs> then <laughs> you like either go back to sleep and then feel crappy all day. yeah oh I hate that really I like hugged people. my pillow I'm like will myself to sleep yeah <laughs> I, hate, I hate doing that though like there's times I'll wake up at like six yeah for I mean I'm usually up to like 3, 4 a.m. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, because your job. Yeah, so I was like... I'm, a, I'm in bed by, like, 11, 12-ish. Yeah, oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you know, I mean, on my days off, I try to because I like having a full day when I'm not working, but on the days I work, it's, like, near impossible. But I'll wake up at 6, and I'm like, and I don't want to go back to sleep, you know what I mean? Right. Because I feel like if I do that and then get up again, I'm, like, groggy all right. day. Right. Well, because you mess up your circadian rhythm. Yeah. I'm listening to uh, Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep He's, oh, okay. a, he's a P- sleep scientist with a PhD and, like, aggregated all this. He can stuff. study anything. Dude, <laughs> see, like, legitimately. But this book is, like, I'm, like, listening to the first, like, hour or so already. I'm just like, what is this? Like, he's talking. ebook or? Uh, audiobook, yes. yeah. Audiobook. audiobook. Right. He was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. So if, okay. you, if you search his name, you can find a really good podcast on it. It's a cursory overview of the science. Okay. At the very least, for free. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I just, there's something about, because, like, with with this and just like the science that's come out of recent studies with it is basically if you say I sleep when I'm dead or like remember we were like high school like sleeping less was yeah. like a badge of honor yeah <laughs> like that literally means you're not recovering effectively mm-hmm. you're not like your body has all of this hormone stuff out of balance like right. it just it just means you're just having a lower performance period right you know like it just messes up everything and it's just weird like there's some like weird anomalies that i'm seeing so it measures like your sleep stages my Mm -hmm. the whoop band and what it does is it looks at like you know 
light sleep, deep sleep, and then REM sleep. And then there's another one called short wave deep sleep, hmm. which is kind of like it's lower than REM. So it's like if you do light, deep, REM, and right. then short wave deep sleep. So my deep sleep is like really low hmm. for some reason. And I got 23andMe back, and it says I'm genetically, like, not predetermined, but, like, less likely to get more deep sleep, basically. Huh, really? So I'm seeing a correlation from my genetic stuff from 23andMe and shortwave deep sleep, according to this. Huh. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I, like, didn't – so then here's the thing, me being curious again. So I'm like, Mm. what's shortwave deep sleep? And then they, like – there's, like, supposedly it's, like, one of the most restorative sleeps you can have. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you get less of it, they don't really know what it means yet because sleep is just weird. Right. (laughs) Like, they don't really know why because, like, if you think about it from, like, a logical standpoint – you have a like eight hour block of time where your your body is not you're not in control of your body. You right. black out. You're vulnerable to being like Anything. eaten by something, yeah. right? But like you need to do it. Like so, it's like all of the like biological things of staying alive don't make sense because you're just vulnerable in this like yeah. period of like not wakefulness. But it supposedly yeah. does all these. It's just really weird yeah. when you think about it, it as a biological weird, function. It's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just like, what the hell? Like, it's yeah. just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. I, yeah. I need to do a 23 and me because that's that's very cool that it was something that it showed you. Yeah. You can I could show you after the podcast. We can, yeah. You can show some of this cool stuff. The other one that's cool is uh, it told me, like, I have a genetic marker for certain muscle groups. Really? So my, my – I have a muscle group that's found in elite power athletes. So I have hmm. more effect. I'm, like, better with, like, powerlifting, basically. Really? Yeah. Have you started that? Then? Yeah. Oh, so what know? I've done is I've transitioned most of my, like, legitimate weight training to more powerlifting style, you know, like, five reps mm-hmm. and then going heavier. Right. And it's weird because, like, just by doing, like, you know, the traditional arc of learning how to lift, right. you go from bodybuilding and then, like, powerlifting and then mm-hmm. you blend it and then you kind of, like, travel into yeah. other weird areas and right, stuff. Right. And I... Like, even before this, I kind of knew that powerlifting was, like, I responded to it better. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, just, like, it's more fun for me kind of thing. But right, so now I actually have, like, scientific stuff <laughs> backing up with the yeah. – it's really it's really fun to see that. And, like, just because of the, the whoop band itself, I've just been able to measure how hard I'm pushing myself. That's awesome. Because, it, like, when I, when I measure um, activities, instead of doing, like, steps or some mm-hmm. bullshit, which, granted, for an average person who doesn't work out a lot – Counting your steps is great, mm-hmm. but if you work out, counting your steps is bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't mean it. Because what really matters, I think, is your heart rate. Mm-hmm. So, like, here is uh, my run. I'm showing Jordan right now. So I ran – I did, like, sprints today. And so it's measuring on a scale of 1 to 20 – or 0 to 21. So I got 9.1 okay. for the exercise. And then it shows your average heart rate over time and then where it peaked. That's and then how much you – like my lap right. there. But basically it shows you like I had a max heart rate of 183. And that's kind of right. what I do now is I try to max out my heart rate as high as I could go. Oh, really? Yeah. And then so – because I, I think having that cardiovascular intensity is really what drives growth. Right. You know? If you really that's think real. about it, right? Yeah. Like you could go to the gym and you could just lazily go on the elliptical. Yeah. Right? And say you worked out for an hour. Right. Or you could do sprints in like 15 minutes. Right. Which one did you really do more work with? Yeah. You know, sure. <laughs> like which one's going to really stress yourself to mm. the fullest. Right. So now that's kind of what I've been doing. The other thing is sauna. I just I do a sauna a lot. I try to do, I haven't done it recently, but like on the weekends and stuff when I don't need to worry about like 
going home right away or whatever. Right, I, I, time. Yeah, when I have more time because you get sweaty as shit. <laughs> I can't stand this on man. I know it has benefits. I it's so good for you. It's so like, good I for just, recovery. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think, honestly, that's like the reason you should do it then. Because I hate it? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I, I used to. There was a long time I did it for a while. I just, I hated how I felt. And plus, I have asthma. Oh, so I can see that. Yeah. And granted, everyone's like, you'll be fine. And I'm sorry, well, I mean, you're not in there for really that long. 20 minutes is, is, yeah, like is your minimum dose. Right. So, like, I know probably nothing's going to happen. I mean, if you do it once a week. Yeah. It's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah, but I have been, I've, I've had an absence of uh, working out. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. It's like I was in the middle. I was almost done with the program. Well, yeah, like, I'll say two. Oh, is that that crazy program you were doing with yeah. supersets everything? Yeah, yeah. So I hit the transition point, and it got crazy. I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, the workouts were short, but, like, the point was to get them done kind of as fast as possible. You know what I mean? But they yeah. short workouts. Um, got two-thirds of the way done, and all of a sudden I was just like, yeah, I just don't care anymore. I know. It was, like, weird. It was, I think that's totally fine, though. Yeah. It, it was because I think I was doing it for the wrong reasons, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I was, I was like... When I used to, so I started for the wrong reasons because I was like, oh, I've always been the skinny guy. I want to, I want to not be the skinny guy anymore. You know what right. I mean? So, granted, that's a, whatever reason it gets you in, good reason. Fine. Right. Right. But um, then it's not going to be the reason that holds you through the long game. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's not. I feel like that's not healthy either mm-hmm. for a long time. So whatever gets you in, that's what gets you in. But then you got to kind of tweak. Yeah. Tweak your mindset. Um, and I did that, and then I kind of fell off that. I think, and I was going back to like, oh, uh, you know what, I want to. I want to be, like, the bodybuilding. I want to do yeah. the whole thing. Um, and I got obsessed with that. And, like, that's perfectly fine if that's what you want to do. But that's, like, the stuff I want to do for my career and stuff, it doesn't really align. Yeah, it doesn't mesh with it. Yeah, so I'm, like, it's it, it didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like the, I was pushing myself so hard mm-hmm. that the fire kind of burned out. A well, yeah, because you're, like, why am I pushing myself hard mm-hmm. if I'm not going to, like, pursue this in some sort of real way? Exactly. Like, like for me, it's, like... You know, I had to come to the realization for a while because, like, when I got into it, I basically made weightlifting nerdy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Like, I, I took the science study route. everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, I study all of it. I'm like, all right, so here's how you do the lifts and here's how you do all these other, like, science-type yeah. things behind the lifts. And then it's like, all right, that's all figured out. Right. Next step, how do you <laughs> how do you get all the, like, supplements ready? So I'm, like, reading about everything I could read under the sun. Like, what are BCAs? What are, the, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, so I got to try one of those, one of these, one of those, one of these. <laughs> and I, like, you know, then I eventually, like, you know, a month down the road, I'm like, how much shit am I actually buying? I'm like, oh. Spending money. <laughs> and just like, holy yeah. God. Yeah. And, you know, and now my approach is pretty, basically radically shifted, and I'm like, all right. It's pretty minimalist if you think yeah, about that's it. Exactly, it. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's like, okay, 80-20, that bitch. Right. What is... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, what is the minimum amount of money I should spend that's going to get me the maximum benefit? Right. And, like, right now I have, like, a green supplement, which is, like... Like superfoods or something? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So the, the one I use, shameless plug, because they're amazing, it's <laughs> Athletic Greens, sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things. Dude, them too, so. they're, like... It's expensive. It's, yeah. like, $70 if you do the monthly sub mm-hmm. on it, but you get a month worth of it, and it's basically the equivalent of 12... Uh, your servings of fruit and ze- fruits and vegetables in one scoop. Right. And you mix it with water, mix it in your protein shake, make a smoothie out of it, whatever the hell you want to do. But also throws in, like, probiotics, enzymes, right. like, for digestion and recovery. Like, it just covers all your bases. Because so if you eat a shitty diet or something that one day, it's just, you're just, you're good. You're good. You know? Does it, 
does it have like a higher percentage as far as like daily value goes and like a multivitamin or is it yes. pretty it does yes oh, it's okay. really good like they had a thing on their website a while ago that it was like they equated it how much it would like how many pills or whatever you'd have to take to like buy it like right. separately mm-hmm. and it was like $400 worth of stuff Jeez. and like that's not counting like if you had to take pill, you'd have to take pills every like on the hour kind right. of thing right yeah. and that's where like the, the diets that you know there's a lot of that zealotry in dieting right now where it's like you gotta go keto or you gotta go veggie or whatever and I'm just like alright let's cut through the shit yeah. and let's just look at it from kind of paleo-ish mm-hmm. but there's benefits in meat there's benefits in veggies, there's benefits in fruits, and then there's benefits in carbs. Right. You just got to be careful in how you use it. No, you can't go you just, crazy <laughs> really with either. Right. And, I mean, you know how I feel about keto. Yes. Um, I'll say, I, I'm not denying it works, right. that it doesn't work, because um, it does. Obviously, we've seen it. Right, orders. we've seen the results, yeah, and, like, legitimately, like, right. friends. <laughs> right. and it's great. Um, so it's not that I'm just... With any diet, really, I don't like having to have a gimmick around getting your life correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just The one-size-fits-all drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, it's like, just do, you know, measure it out, do what works for you. Yeah. And just do that. Whatever you can maintain, Yeah. do that. Because no, you're not going to do keto for no. 20 years. You Unless shouldn't. that's your thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think you should. That's, you know what I mean? I mean, there's research. I mean, it's, it's possible, but it's... I don't know, right? Like, yeah. you don't know. We don't really... It's it's kind of newish, but your body can do it, right? right. You know? Like, it's... It, your body wouldn't have the, re- the ability to go into ketosis if it wasn't beneficial in some way. Right. You know? And I think it's useful. For me, I think understanding intermittent fasting is one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Peter Tia, who I mentioned, he, he talked about it in a really smart way. And basically that... A lot of the diseases we have nowadays because we have this overabundance of access to food. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you eat food, basically you have these enzymes in your your in your your gut and in your intestines and stuff that turn on and because they know there's food present. So it's mm-hmm. like always looking for those things, right? But if you look at evolutionarily, there were points in our ancestors' lives that they didn't have access to food, so those enzymes get switched off. Mm-hmm. But because they're always active in prolonged states, that leads to a lot more issues down the road. Right. So, like, effectively grazing all the time, like the bodybuilding diet where you're eating, like, six meals a day kind of thing, mm-hmm. that might not be the healthiest scenario in your in your in your life right. over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. I think what you really should look into is like, okay, on my lighter training days, I'm going to like limit to like three meals a day. And then my heavy days, let's add an extra meal in post-workout and they right. like add an extra carbs or whatever. But right. then on average, you try to like limit to like veggies and like a protein, like high, mm-hmm. high, maybe like a higher fat, like a steak or something like high quality though. Like, okay. like quality over quantity is like mm-hmm. what I really go for in everything right. Right. <laughs> because you just really have to get this, this idea of like what you need to do isn't going to work for you maybe mm-hmm. right and like there's scientists out there who are doing like these home experiments like they're i think it's chris cresser might oh, no rob wolf sorry so he he does like a whole bunch of diet experiments and he's like a he's a blog and things and he was he's an author and what he he does is he would he would do different diets and look at like glycemic response of like eating carby foods right so like he would eat a potato and the same serving for him and his wife and then they would measure their blood glucose post meal and so like his blood glucose would spike through the roof while his wife's would be totally normal oh wow you know and so she can be like this really fast digester of carbs and not mm-hmm. have that, you know, glucose spike that right. you, is bad for you. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas he couldn't do that, right? And so that really just demystifies this whole thing of, like, people who go, you should have this mm -hmm. because it worked for me, yeah. you know? That's like saying my grandmother smoked cigarettes all her life, and she doesn't have lung cancer, so it's fine for me to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, everyone's different, you know, basically yeah. what it comes down to. And, and it kind of goes back to the healthcare stuff, right? Because yeah. you look at it this way, and you kind of, if you just think back to, like, what were our ancestors like? You know, mm -hmm. you know, if they're hunting, you got it like a full day of moving around, right. finding food, probably going to be tired by the end of that right. day because you don't even know how long it's been since they ate last. Right. Right. So if you just think about it logically that way, like it's OK not to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I try not to overindulge. Yeah. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. just, and I don't get I've never. Well, there was one point in time where I was like, okay, I'm going to be on a super strict diet. Mm -hmm. and it was cool. You know, I saw progress or results, but I've never, I've tried to be just like, let's be smart about it. You know what I mean? Like, just be smart about what you're eating and stuff. So, yeah, obviously I need a vegetable. Obviously you need fruits. See, veggies are hard for me though, because there's not many I like. Right. Like, I so, just force them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I usually do too. Yeah. Bibby Bob is my favorite when it comes oh, to veggies, awesome. man. Because I what is that the kale that they have? Yeah, oh, dude. So I just so <laughs> this this uh, it's like a it's Korean fusion technically is what mm -hmm. it's called. But basically, it's you go in it's Chipotle style where you get a bowl like rice or lettuce, yeah. and then you get you pick your proteins and then sprouts or something. But then they have like all the fermented veggies that yeah. come from that Asian culture basically, mm -hmm. and it's so yeah. good because so you're just like give me some of that 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 yeah. that that. <laughs> you just like all the fermented amazingness that right. you get out of vegetables and like it's all those multi meal too. You don't feel no. I don't feel like no. I mean, I usually get the brown, uh, the purple rice there too, mm -hmm. and I just it's amazing because yeah. like that's the only really carbs I try to eat. Right. You know, yeah. like if I go to Chipotle, I get like the black beans and. Oh, yeah, uh, rice. Nope. Yeah. People type, people look at me like I'm insane, but I'm like, nah, I can't do a lot it. Of people, a lot of people do that. I, that. It's important because, like, so black beans have become, like, my staple carb mm -hmm. if I'm not, like, working out. Like, when I go, when I have lunches, like, for, for my cheat meal of the day to try not spend money, I, I buy, like, cans of chili. It's Amy, oh, really? Yeah, Amy's back, black bean chili. Mm. Because basically the idea is that as a carb source beans are great for you mm -hmm. because they have the high fiber so that means it's it's a slow insulin or a slow glucose response in your body when you eat it since right. it slows down how your body digests it mm -hmm. and so it's just a better it's just a better fuel source right. for that because because then if you because when people usually switch from a from a high carb to a lower carb diet they're just cutting out bread altogether and right. so they feel sluggish and things like that because exactly. their body is so used to being glucose adapted basically <laughs> that you're, you're just like, I feel like I'm going to die because right. you, you have no energy. So, so yeah. if you switch to, like, black beans instead of, like, you know, bread or something or pasta, like, mm -hmm. you, you wind up keeping higher energy levels that way. And then you feel satiated over time longer <laughs> because it's taking longer for your body to digest right. it. Yeah. And it just – I just like it because you can make it so much with chili. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you just – you just make I make it in the microwave real quick and then I usually bring like I have like chicken or something and I'm right. like chop make that real quick chop it throw it in and I'm like yeah. cool now I got like a full meal yeah you know like just for a cheap simple and it tastes good or you, like if you wanted to throw Tabasco sauce to make it like yeah, taste <laughs> yeah like yeah. whatever you wanted to do it's yeah. really simple yeah that is true I actually don't know that about black beans yeah um, but that's beans are amazing and there's yeah. actually some new ones where you can like find like black bean pasta where it's like made out really? of yeah Hmm. It looks a little weird color-wise, but it's like slightly brownish looking. You're like, right. mm. there's like some green ones too, and I'm like, why? That's like made out of kale or something. I don't know. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, seen that. that's actually it. But I, I've been I've been buying that, and it, it's it's been 
it's been nice to be able to know. Like, I, I posted on my Instagram a while ago where it's kind of like, we're so, like, spoiled when it comes to food, especially around here. Oh, like, yeah. we got so many restaurants. Yeah. And so, like, the way I see it is, like, you got to be able to take yourself out of the, out of your, like, comfort, mm-hmm. you know, because I can go to Chipotle and be like, damn, this is a bomb-ass meal, right? Mm-hmm. Every day, but that's $8 a day. Right. Right? Granted, that's really not that expensive, but for, right. if you do that every day, like, it adds yeah, up real yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> But so for me, it's like, okay, let's let me do this as an exercise in can I live with the minimal? Right. Right. And it's it's stoic in its thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, can you be a beggar? You know, kind of thing. Like, (laughs) can you be satiated on having something simple and it's bland? Mm -hmm. Many people would say and and really appreciate it. And I think it's really important to be able to do that because you you proved yourself that hey if everything went to shit tomorrow you could figure it out right and, and you like you wouldn't be like oh but, but I can't have like you know my favorite food all day like depri- like self depriving in some yeah. ways it, it strengthens some sort of internal resolve to be more appreciative of the things you do get to enjoy like yeah. like say like, I think one of the cool things would be like you, you had like really simple meals mm-hmm. leading up like the week before Thanksgiving right you know and then so when Thanksgiving yeah. hits bam yeah. You yeah, have, like, like, this really amazing yeah. dinner. Like, damn, I just love food right now. And, like, I get to spend it with my family. And, right. you know, it it's makes awesome. it that much. Yeah. Right. It makes it more, like, enjoyable because right. you're not always eating, in, eating great food. Yeah. yeah I mean, I feel like that's even just with life in itself. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, that, it's a simple experiment, yeah. but it applies to so many different yeah. things. Yeah. And more so than food, I kind of try not to worry. I mean, I probably should focus on my diet more so than I do. I've kind of been... Mm-hmm. I'll say I've kind of been blessed with the good genes where, like, yeah. I don't, I have to work to gain weight. Right. Like, when I say I have yeah. to work, <laughs> Your metabolism was, is ridiculously yeah, fast yeah. is what it winds up being. Yeah. When I tried to hit my mark, I was going for 225. Mm-hmm. I got to 220, didn't get 225. But when I was trying to work for that, I had to work. You know what I mean? I had to work. I yeah. was eating, like, 3,800 calories a day. Oh, my and Lord. I was like, dude, this is annoying. Like, I don't want to do that. You yeah. Know what I mean? So <laughs> I hit it, and then I got to a point, I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of, I'm going to relax. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to eat what I want when I want but mm-hmm. at the same time I'm not going to be crazy either right. you know what I mean so I'm not going to eat a pizza every day of the week right. but if I want a pizza and it's there I'm going to have it yeah. that type thing so. yeah for me it's like 80-20 Right. Again, yeah. it's 80% of the time, you're great. Like, yeah. you're on point, you're eating healthy, you're eating clean. Yeah. 20% of the time, whatever. Yeah, just, like, yeah. coolness. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're oh. Yeah, it's crazy. I want to go back already, and I just I had it, like, yeah. the other day. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to have one of my buddies from uh, from NIU down here, not next weekend, the weekend after, oh, before yeah. we... Bring him up there? Yeah, he'll, he'll probably come down here on podcast. I'm like, hey, do you want to go Kumas while you're out here? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like you, if you're here... You I feel like that's part of, like, the thing. It's like, yeah. it's like turning into, like, a tradition now. It's like anyone who's not from around here. Yeah. Bring them to like the places that are like yeah. legit, yeah, cool, so cool, they can cool. experience it, kind of thing. Kinda, oh my god, dude! <laughs> you know what I mean, it's so cool. Like, like just meeting all the people that I've been meeting and like building this network of like people now, and just hearing stories and stuff, and yeah. sharing it with more people is so much fun. Right. For, it's, it's, it adds a layer of like intrigue, <laughs> right? To yourself, yeah. even though they're not your stories. You have so much more to talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know? It just makes it interesting. So, Cause like I, it's like, oh, yeah, that thing reminds you of, like, this guy I talked to, like, you know? Yeah, it's like the six degrees of separation. Thing, right. And it's like... It- I mean, it's even more fun, too, like, to talk to you guys. Like, I've known you guys for so long, and, like, right. so much of our stories are, like, intertwined and things yeah, like that. But exactly. And, like, we've definitely had, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do this if we didn't have deep conversations on a regular right. basis. Right, but, like, right. like we, we've been able to have these stories that are uniquely our own at the same time, but also, like, really intertwined. And being right. able to share it is so much fun 
for myself, but it's like it makes it like putting it out in the world, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, growing up, we never really had a like a click, right? Nah, you know, nah. like you could put like in high school, it's really easy to see the buckets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. of where, where people belong or whatever, mm-hmm. and like we never like we've kind of just been able to just move in and out of buckets yeah. so to speak and never really had a yeah. a home you know where yeah. there's a collection of misfits right. what, what i thought of our what our like group as is it's really a tribe one, at this point yeah, like yeah. legitimately it really is and it's growing which is awesome but i know i love it what i what i found the coolest for a long time even before i really knew what i was thinking i was like we're all so different yeah in our own but together it's like we click really well yeah and to me i was like okay so the reason why we've never been able to say like oh this is like who we are right who all oh, this is a group we fit into it was never that it's because we're pretty for the most part we're all pretty fluid when it comes yeah to that. we can move in and out of different things and scenarios right pre- and like get by yeah seamlessly you know what i mean and i found that interesting you know super super interesting if you really think about like how yeah. each of us do something different yeah um but we all still have this like strange thing in common. Yeah, we just have these strings of things. Like yeah. I, I always tell people is like when uh, when I interviewed Johnny, like that was the first conversation I really had with him, like one on one. Right. And it was like, damn, like there's something with our group that brings us all together, mm-hmm. that we are all like on the same wavelength with ideology, like how right. we operate in the world is the same. And I was right. like what the f- like this is freaking weird because yeah. like i never like we you know we, we he didn't go to school with us or anything like that mm-hmm. but like he just got it like mm-hmm. he, there's just something about how he operated just fit right within yeah. our group and i was like yeah. that's so weird right because right? it just makes sense you're like damn no no wonder he just works because yeah. he just he's like he gets it like right. yeah you know and then we're able to share that with the world in right. some way and hopefully that just resonates with more people and i i, I find that to be Fascinating. Yeah. There's something about like a mindset, right? There's yeah. a, it's a contagious thing. It really is. It's, it's, <laughs> or it's not even contagious. It's like you got it or you don't. Yeah. No, I, I think it maybe is it could contagious. be contagious. I think, I think it is because I think people. I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything. No. But like people who come around us, I think they, uh, they generally enjoy the time they have. You know. Yeah. And great, especially when we start talking about things that not all people really discuss you know right. what I mean? when we get into like, well, yeah. like when Joe's here and he doesn't shut up about psychology and it's like dude it's so like he said something to Dante, Dante when Dante was um, he was coming to visit us from California yeah. and his kids were flying for the first time Dante's like oh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is and Joe in the group text was like oh try this experiment where what he's what was it he said something he's like trying not to look scared while your yeah, kids are on the plane like, because they'll, they'll imprint that image yeah, and, and I'm like Joe shut up <laughs> I think you put like the crying emoji yeah. like really Joe? Yeah, I was like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you had to go there. But at the same time, it's dope. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, that's a thing. I love you know that I mean? stuff, you man. Don't, you don't see that everywhere. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was funny. Like, when we used to, before we started doing all these podcast things, it's like, oh, man, Winslow and Joe are going to be here. There's going to be a deep conversation that's yeah. going to happen. You're like, fuck. Yeah, but I see, no, I was like, damn, I want that. Well, you know, yeah, I know. Especially when I was at Western, I didn't really get through. At the school, it was very just, you know. Surface you, level. Yeah. You know what I mean? The right. Because you had. You know, I made a lot of really good friends there, but for the most right. part, it's people who are like, I'll probably never talk to you again. You know, <laughs> that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You I mean, you can only yeah. be close with so many people. Right. Um, I mean, you got a limit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like nothing, you know, no. I mean, if I see him, hey, what's up? How are you? Catch up. Right. Have a drink or, you know, hang out. But it's not some, like, a very close, Yeah. you know, close to my heart type thing. I did meet a lot of great friends from there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, you know, when I would come home or, like, you guys would come out, whatever, right. whatever it was. I would, like, really crave those conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was, like, I do a lot of thinking on my own. Right. I kind of, like, just trying to put stuff together. 
and it's weird. I'm starting to get into the like podcast and like doing more research stuff. Yeah. To like back my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did that book book thing, by the way. Oh, we still got to do. I was going to yeah. talk to you about that yeah. after. We can do that after. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was saying about it then, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so that that was part yeah. of that thought when I wanted to get into more research thing. That's why yeah. I told you guys, like, hey, we should do this book thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just, like, there's something about books, right? Like, yeah. just doing your own exploration into things. Like, even if it's not just books. Like, you can find real good blogs out there that are really well documented right. now. And, like, if you just give yourself an okay to be like, I don't know shit about this, but I'm going to just try and figure out something. Mm-hmm. You wind up finding out way more. Right. Like, even if you just scratch the surface, you become way more educated, and right. it's way better than spending your time on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you just, you know, just wherever the rabbit hole leads you kind of thing. Yeah. And, you, you know, like, the way I talk about sleep and stuff is, like, how the fuck did I get there? I don't know, but it's really but interesting. It happened, you know, yeah. It started from the health thing. It's yeah. Like, it just, it's slow plotting. Yeah. You know it, I mean? it just all connects to itself. And that's kind of been my thing, is just kind of, like, how is the how is everything you do in your life connected in some way? Yeah. You know? And how does it all work? as a system I'm very engineer if you haven't known. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like it's it's weird though cause like you know it, for me too is like I don't like to be that like hyper theoretical person mm-hmm. I like to be applied I like to be able to be like alright so we can talk about the science that's way above your, our pay grades mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I'm a genius mm-hmm. but I wanna be able to take it down to a level that's like here right you know like I'm like using hands it's like middle right, right. now and yeah. so like be able to de- apply it so that you know, almost everybody can understand it. Right. Like, if you got basic understanding of health and nutrition, be like, here's what you could do, and it'll help you. Right. And that's, like, kind of, like, my thing. is just, yeah. like, how, okay, I'm going to spend all this time absorbing all this information that's super above everybody, mm-hmm. and how do I, like, regurgitate that in a way that it makes it accessible yeah. to everybody yeah. else? Because if you, a lot of times, if you do that, you talk over people, and they yeah. lose them. You know, like, you see those people who are, like, super smart, mm-hmm. and they're just so, like, they're so above and beyond the beginner level at that yeah. point that they just can't bring it back down, yeah. you know? And it makes them uninteresting. Yeah, honestly. because, like, you're talking past me, yeah, or you're, like, ta- you're not talking at, you're not with me anymore you're just telling me something right it's so important and a lot of times i don't i can't say i specifically saw that in my classes but i've heard this a lot yeah um professors who because a lot of times college professors most times they're not teachers they're just experts in their field right and they have to teach a class because it's part of their contract or whatever it is exactly so what they end up doing is teaching over the education of the class like talking over them mm-hmm. and the class is like dude what the f- yeah like, what, like we don't <laughs> get you and they turn out to be really really crappy educators mm-hmm. you know what i mean right that that sucks i mean it's, that's one of the things i think needs to be yeah changed i agree 100 percent education system that's why i think podcasts are amazing man yeah because you just list like you just become a sponge for information yeah. and, the, and usually <laughs> what i've seen is more than not the people who like on the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and even people that you've, you know, interviewed, interviewed yeah, um, they have a desire to um, share what they yeah. experience. So they they come off more like they're more involved because they're interested yeah. in what they say and they're animated about it. Because yeah. when you when you have people doing subjects like in a lecture hall classroom mm-hmm. they've done it for years and it becomes dry you know yeah, it's kind of like back to what we said yeah it yeah. goes back to the thing of like working in retail for yeah. years that yeah. that spark goes away the right. interest goes away well, because it's just it's just deadening right because mm-hmm. you've done it too many times right. it's not fresh it's not new you don't have the awe in your eyes right, right? and i think i mean it's actually re- just reminding me it's like that's what was the difference for me like when i started out at harper college mm-hmm. and my associates the professors who taught had that 
love that love for the material that when you when you have someone who's animated in front of you and like mm-hmm. this is why this is amazing and they have right. that sparkle in their eyes and they yeah. get animated like like isn't it beautiful how the math just you know yeah. the math falls out of the science and stuff right. like that and you're like Oh my god like, Yeah they can talk about The most boring thing But somehow it's interesting Yeah but you're like Oh man Because, because their you know, Their <laughs> excitement Makes you excited like, Yeah Like um, like the person Who lights up a room They walk in And they're yeah. smiling And they're laughing That any I feel like human behavior And stuff like that Is contagious Right So someone comes in You know the complainer Someone comes in and says, yes. Oh man today sucks and Who's down like, And yeah. always like A cloud is over them yeah, Kind of thing Yeah I'm like dude Stop, you know, yeah. like just like you know what I mean. You you try to bring them up, but I right. feel like it does more to bring you down, and you can take that same yeah. thing and put it in the class. Emotions are contagious. Yeah, very. <laughs> so when you try to, so when you're going into class and you're already like, all right, like this is just a segue to get to where I want to mm-hmm. be. No, I mean, I don't think many people are like. I can't wait to go to class today because this is what I want to right. do the rest of my life. No, it's like I want to get some people are like I want to get to class because I love learning what I'm doing, so I can yeah. do what I want to right. do, not the class itself. So you're already going there, and then it gets to the point you're in the middle of the semester, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, the slog begins. Kind of yeah, thing. you're tired because you're working yeah. or whatever, and then your teacher doesn't care or your yeah. professor, and it it sucks, you know. Yeah. But then you get that guy who's like. Now this is really cool, you know, and they're super into it. And you're like, oh man, that is really cool. <laughs> yeah, talking about rocks, or you know, I mean, right? If you're yeah, in what, that type of class. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever you could be talking about. Yeah, and it's 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 awesome how that like it works. It's that it's, little bit of effort that yeah. goes a long way. Yeah, and like especially to, I guess for me, like one of the big things is making it practical. Mm-hmm. Not even just practical, but like, okay, you're learning something in a textbook, right? Say it's like psychology or something right Mm -hmm. but you could like read the words on a page and like memorize key terms whatever like this is a type of the brain or whatever Mm -hmm. but like once you like if you're able to extrapolate that out and be like here's a real study and like give an excerpt to make it like a story of like Mm -hmm. how this is applied right and get like because for me i think the the ability to capture things in story form make it that much more like engaging right. for a reader or a listener because like I get really into things when I get to know the stories of things right. like the, the reason I like really enjoy Athletic Greens is I've listened to a podcast with the founder of Athletic Greens oh, he told the story about and he told how he got into it and all that right. stuff and for me then I'm like oh well, no shit. Like, right. he really believes in the product. Like, he he's, you know, there's part of his soul in this thing, right? right. It's not just, oh, it's a thing you buy and it costs this X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. It really has a meaning behind it, right? right? And I think if you kind of attach, it's not misattaching or overattaching meaning, but mm-hmm. it's just like attaching a story to anything. And that's why I called this podcast getting the stories out of people right right? because because a lot of times it's it's really easy to see like your ex Mm -hmm. you know you're who you are in front of me Mm -hmm. but you don't see everything that's your experience Mm -hmm. to get you to where you are right now exactly right see what makes a person right like you you see the mark zuckerbergs of the world you Mm -hmm. see jeff bezos you see elon musk right but you see them for what they are in this moment. Right. It's hyper successful people. Right. But you don't see everything that it took, all the late nights, mm-hmm. the stressed out shit right. that got them to who they are and today. Everything they were dealing right. with, the human things that they were dealing right. with. Right. Because they're still all human. Yeah. You know? And you kind of, you look at them and you forget that. It's weird. Yeah. It's, weird. it's really interesting, yeah. right? Because they look larger than life. Right. <laughs> but really, you can meet them. Like, so say someone never knew who Elon was. Right. You know, which I'm sure there are people out there. Easily. Not that surprising. Yeah. I think that... There's seven billion they, of us. Right, yeah. <laughs> so say they run into him and have a you know completely normal conversation, mm-hmm. and then a week later figure out who it was, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, that was that? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's still a dude. Right. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's still a guy. Now he's yeah. 
you know, mastered what he's doing. Right. You know what I mean? So he's, you know, at the top of his class. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if I'd say mystique, but there's a lot of... It is a kind of a mystique yeah. in some way. Because it's like, because they become, they become like attached to what they've created right you know they right. you know you think jeff bezos you think amazon multi whatever like yeah. but at the end of the day he's still a dad right. yeah something like that well i don't know if he's a trillionaire but well one day we'll have a jamie and we'll be able to pull that shit up we'll be like young nick or something like that <laughs> but uh like yeah like t- so for me it's like being able to capture the stories of who people are and the, the other thing too is just like struggles yeah. Because we all, like, when you see people who are successful, you're like, damn, they got it all made, right? Mm-hmm. But then you see, like, this is kind of going back again to the depression episode we had where yeah. where you see the people who have all the signatures of having it made, but then shit happens and they take their yeah. own life. And I, my heart goes out to those people because yeah. I'm like, by all stretches of, you know, society... You should have had it made. Yeah. Right? Right. But at the end of the day, you needed help so badly and didn't have an outlet for it. Right. That your only option was to end it. Right. And I just, like, that's fucked up. And it, like, hurts. Yeah, it is. It's hard to see. And so since, um, you know, the career path, I was kind of a lot of times choosing to go down, not thinking I'd ever be necessarily like a Kanye West level. That wasn't right. Really, yeah. I mean, not that I was against that, but in a realistical sense, I was you're like, just being I, honest with yourself. Yeah. And I just, I love, you know, the music and the mm-hmm. writing stuff. I love it so much that I just want to be able to do it for a living. I don't care to be that, you know, right. and that wasn't even a realistic, like, oh, I'm going to be that, you know what I mean? So just to put that out there, but right. you know, since I was like in a similar field as some of those people, um, it, I was I felt more connected to it, and so a lot of people are like, "Oh, they have all this money," you know what I mean? Because they're <laughs> so far removed from it. Like, yeah, they have yeah. all this money. Why they said they shouldn't be said, but I'm like, dude, imagine it this way. Picture this. You know what I mean? Have you ever? Everyone's had this a very this crappy day. Like everything mm-hmm. sucks. You know what I mean? You have that. You know I'm a wild human, or something's going on. Say someone passes away, something like that. Right. Yeah. Having a hard day, but you still got to get up and go to work. Yeah, you still got to perform, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, how hard is it to put on a face all day? You know what I mean? To try mm-hmm. to act like everything's fine and get through your day. Because you have to do what you, right. you can't. You can't. I mean, I just, can't I, before we recorded, I was just telling you how it was for me yeah. and why I've made some of these kind of drastic shifts in my life because, right. you know, that shit was going to bring me down exactly. in some way, right? And I I think, yeah, like, that's super important. Yeah, it is. Now, and say you do that every day, right? Is that what yeah, you're getting yeah, at? Yeah, you have to do that every day and people are always watching you and you always have to put on a face mm-hmm. and then you kind of push the stuff Deeper. Yeah. People do this even not even in that grand of like celebrity scheme. People do this. Everybody does this. You know I mean? Guaranteed. Push, yeah. They push it away so far and don't ever deal with it that it's like it just like messes you like at your core, messes yeah. with you at your core, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's uh very sad and you can and I try to pick like see that in people like now yeah. now that I'm getting mature and I'm like kinda more I have so much more thing, empathy but, for people. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, I for me it's it's Part of it is because of this podcast, mm-hmm. because it's like the lost art of conversation. I feel like I'm spoiled in some way because right. I get to have because <laughs> yeah. I get to have these really deep things mm-hmm. with people. Like it's, you know, it's the the podcast will be out by then. But it's the with Dr. Greenberg. Mm-hmm. He has this thing called the way he views intimacy, right? And so when he says it, he's like, you know, guys think right away it's about sex. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. Right. So it's a different version of intimacy. What it means, he broke it down in the root words. In to me, see. Intimacy. 
that's cool. Right? And yeah. so, so that's what, basically, it's being present with another person. Mm-hmm. And that's what these podcasts are, right? Right. You're letting other people see into you. Right. And it's 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 happening with me and you. Right. It's happening with anyone listening to this right now. Right. And through all of these. Right. You know, and like little by little, it's not really about me. It's about the person on the other side, mm-hmm. who's who's part of it with me. Right. But little bits and pieces of me are coming out of this thing. Right. And it's really interesting, right? Because it's this form of communication that hasn't really. You know, like even though we're more connected than ever, mm-hmm. getting to know someone is so much harder now. Yeah, everything's surface level. Right. Very surface level. So what it's really that's why I keep saying every time I talk about my like, do what you're doing is really cool <laughs> because like you're getting to know people more than most people know people in, in what, like two hours top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Around and, there. Yeah, it's and it's, I would record all day. Because right. like not having a phone like right. I don't look at my phone when this is like when I had Dante on here mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so weird like we got into it and he, like he's just in there I'm like hey dude that was about an hour he's like are you kidding me like <laughs> like it's like right. when you lock in and you put these headphones on or you just hit that record button it's like something magical happens yeah. and, and people don't realize like I know I'm like quoting Rogan because he said shit like this before <laughs> and I always quote a different podcast and a podcast and I should stop it <laughs> no dude don't stop it that's what I mean you, it's, you enjoy it's kind of my thing though yeah, it's like I'm, I'm a podcaster who loves podcasts so yeah, I'm gonna talk about podcasts it. I know it's my kind of thing but yeah. like it's just like <laughs> it, to me it's just like you get this thing that's like it's so so different than like ninety percent of our communication. Like I hate texting, dude. Like I hate yeah. it. Like it, like I, it's a necessity, mm-hmm. right? Like it's great for just be like, all right, let's do this at this time, mm-hmm. whenever. Or like, hey, you're gonna be on doing something, or like, are you gonna go to the gym, or want to grab food, whatever. Right, right. But like to have communication, you know, like when you're yeah. dating someone or whatever, and you're like constantly texting all day, every day about useless bullshit. Like I get it, it happens, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't happen because right. then. A lot of times what happens is all that nuance is gone mm-hmm. and then you wind up getting in an argument about nothing yeah. because like someone got upset because you like, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and it's one of those weird things like going back to the science is like if you look at communication as a medium for people, um, writing is probably the best we have besides talking, right? Right. For getting an opinion across or basically downloading my thoughts to another person. Right. And when you think of it, the form of communication as it's evolved, right? We've gone backwards with texting communication because yeah, we have shorthand. less. Yeah, we have everything is shorthand. You have less nuance because there's no, you know, verbal cues, no emotions. There's no subtleties to the communication, right? right? Like there's kind of a little bit with yeah. emojis. Yeah, I was now. gonna say emojis. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. but it's not like certain things mean different things to different cultures, yeah. right? If you yeah. think about it. Yeah. So it's hard. To, to kind of it's like hieroglyphics basically yeah. right <laughs> and so when you think about it that way it's like we haven't really evolved communication beyond writing right and just talking right, right. and so that's where things like weird technology that's coming forward is like Neuralink which is uh it's technically called brain machine interfaces where things are going to get funky oh, we're not going to go in that space right now because yeah. I don't have any sort of way to articulate yeah, it effectively but yeah it's it's going to get weird if that actually does become a thing where basically we can talk telepathically to each other my basically like our that. thoughts could we could have a conversation via thoughts yeah I've actually, you know? I actually have heard about that I feel like uh, we've talked about it before at some yeah, point maybe. I've heard about it somewhere but I it gets like, real weird though. I don't like that. It, it gets <laughs> like real that. funky. Yeah, I feel like your thoughts should be private. Right. Not that they should be, 
you know, not that they have to be, but I mean, just so I don't know if this is how it works, but imagine if this is how it works. It's like, I mean, it's all a thought experiment right now because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine, okay, 30 years, it is, it's there. Yeah. And everyone can hear what you're thinking at all times. Yeah. That would be exhausting. Right. (laughs) You know, in my experience now, serving a table and this guy's annoying and I'm like, you piece of, and he's like, what? And I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) He looked at you like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. We're arguing in our heads. (laughs) We're smiling because we forgot that. Can you imagine like you, you, you could hear Herrera's Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> the <crickets not> a- <laughs> we, I had to bring it up. Yeah, okay. I, I like messing with the kids. <laughs> That's the whole the point. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're comedians when it comes to our friend group. Yeah, we no. just roast each other constantly. <laughs> That's all it is, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Man, awesome kid though. Yeah. But um, yeah, just uh, communic. So I was gonna go back to the texting thing. Yeah. Um, especially in like really any sense, but like. I feel like it's really relatable in a relationship sense. Mm-hmm. So, early on in relationships, say, like, you kind of don't really know someone, but right. you're kind of working towards that, and the only way you're talking is texting. Yeah. And then you finally hang out, and it's awkward. Yeah. But you can text all day. Yeah. That speaks a lot right. to how bad texting is communicated. Yeah, exactly, because you can't tell. You really yeah. can't. Yeah. And, it, you know, part of it for me is, like, you have to really ask questions, mm-hmm. like, good questions. And that's part of the podcasting thing for me, too, yeah. is, like, learning how to ask questions. Yeah. And... It's kind of one of those things you can kind of test out questions yeah. when you're communi- like texting to people because you right. can kind of guess what people are going to get interested in a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, one of the best questions I actually ran into lately is is if you ask anyone, like, say you don't know what to talk, like, you're like, you know, a lot of people who get nervous about talking to people or whatever, it's like, I don't know what to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cop out. Right. I, I'm guilty as charged, yeah. for sure, Everyone 100%. Is, I mean, you know how shy I was, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to, like, pull teeth <laughs> to me to get to talk to anybody. Yeah. But, like, if you just ask, um, what are you most excited about right now? Mm-hmm. That is, like, opens a floodgate yeah. of opportunity. Because that person immediately is like, oh, shit. Right. Like, right? Because yeah. I just said that to you. What, like, you probably had, like, a dozen things pop into your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, dumb. And then you think about it. I mean, you're making it about them. You know right. I mean? You're making it about that person. Absolutely. So they're, they're like, oh, man. But, yeah. that Actually, I never even thought of that, but that is a great question to ask people. You know what I mean? It gets you instantly. Yeah. Even just saying it, it gets you instantly. Be like, oh, what am I most excited about? And then you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. You talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome. Really cool. but like, the magic of questions, man, and yeah. just it, and part of it too, I think, is is being vulnerable yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid to be like, I'm nervous, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you know, we try to cover up the things that we aren't sure about, right? right? You know, things where you're working on yourself. You're like, well, mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta make sure I got it figured out before I want to say. X, right. right? Yeah. And, like, when you give yourself the okay and be like, well, I'm really nervous about this thing. I don't really know how like, to do this or, or, like, you know, you know, in a podcasting sense, like, I was really nervous about this interview. So, like, you, you yeah. know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, even if you say it, with, like, pre-recording or something, mm-hmm. I think if you just do that, it, like, primes the other person be like, oh, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, it, do- it does. But I feel like. So everyone has their walls up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, obviously, you couldn't see me, but when you said when you said up, people like, oh well, I, it's not ready or something like. Yeah. Instantly made me think to music. And <laughs> I can't tell you how many times just meeting <clears throat> new artists and musicians and just talking about music, and then it gets eventually to the wall. If you're talking to well, yeah, but <laughs> if you're talking to another musician, eventually it gets to the point where well, what are you working on? It always right. can't escape it. It just you know goes I mean? there. What are you working on? And every artist I met now, some have stuff they're working on. I'm like, oh. 
the stuff they're most excited to show you is the stuff that's like done. Yeah, right. Like this is already put out. But every single time they like they get to more. Oh, what else you got? Oh, uh, well you know it's not really done yet. It's really bad. It's what you know, and that always comes up. And I'm like, and I try to tell them like, yo, this, you know what I mean? If I'm yeah. with you, I respect you as an artist. Even if right. I don't know you, I am so into music that I try to respect everyone's skill set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I tell yeah. them I'm like, yo man, don't be nervous. Just it is what it is. Right. You know what I mean. And then if it if it needs critique, it needs critique. If it doesn't, but that's mm-hmm. part of you, you're expressing. Yourself. Well, I think it's part of the process too. Yeah. Like, because I think if you, like, I, it's okay to be like it's not ready yet, mm-hmm. and it's okay to say that. Right. But then still show it in the form that is in, because right. I think, you know, like part of the other side of the, the you know feeding curiosity for me is getting a better being a better writer. Right. Because I, I as a person, I'm good technically, but I want to just be able to write for myself to be able to articulate in a different way right it's just a whole different skill set right and it's something that I know I'm not great at but I want to get better you know me I have yeah. my, whole, my whole version of writing <laughs> I, I leave words out because my brain's too fast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been really working on it and I think it's important that you try to do those things you know being a well-rounded person right I have noticed it too just and, to throw and, that out there and like well, yesterday I like so yesterday I, I was at work and stuff, and I was working on things, and I and I had like a, a focus mode basically like for most day, and I, I finished an article I was working on on, on meditation. So a sneak peek if it's not already up by the time this goes live, but I worked on it and I worked on it, but it's like such a different topic that I've ever talked about, and it's mm-hmm. more like story and feeling oriented because you know writing about something like that is hard. Yeah. You know, it and is. I'm. And I knew it as I was writing, and I was like, man, this is really wordy and things like that. And I'm like, I'm like I could work on it, but I just don't – I need someone – I knew I needed someone else to look at it that wasn't right. as close to it as me because it's really – it's not personal. Like, it's still – it's personal, but it's also like I really wanted to – I think it's important for mm-hmm. – because if there's anyone else out there like me, I think you would get value out of it. Kind of what right. the conversation we had before right, right. about meditation recorded. Mm-hmm. It would just give you people value in a different perspective to try and break down that wall right. to stepping – like even just putting a baby toe into this mm-hmm. world of meditation. Right. You know, and so I sent it to Joe. Like I sent Joe a text and I'm like, hey, Joe, can you look at my article? He's like, yeah, dude. Right. Send it over. And he like looked it over and I have it up on my computer over there right now. And right. It's, <laughs> he's got all the edits on there and stuff. And he's like really giving really good feedback for me to be able to – kind of hammer it home mm-hmm. right and so like I have like my own process now trying getting really better at writing and a lot of it you know it's really similar to the music process of writing music yeah. right where you're trying to to show not tell right exactly. <laughs> you know and it's, cut the fat because you yeah. get really wordy like mm-hmm. I've noticed like you, you want to use like words like totally and really or mm-hmm. so and just and yeah. I'm trying to like you're like you don't need those words yeah yeah you want to cut those out you yeah. don't need like they sound good mm-hmm. as like a conversational thing mm-hmm. and when you write them the first time you're like oh that just adds an, it just trim yeah. the fat right yeah like where can I cut out to make get to the point yeah you just you, you just needed like say short simple and to the point kind yeah. of thing and you know it's been a weird process to be like a person who you know on, on one end I'm like no one is giving me these things to do. I'm just like, this is something I'm, I believe has value, yeah, you know? Passion, yeah. And, it, you know, you, and I think I can just help people. Right. Like, like the, like the part of it for me is like these things at the end of the day, you know, there's so much negativity in the world mm-hmm. and I'm just like, screw all that shit. Like, like you could, you can wake up every morning and be like, fuck, the world's going to go to shit. Right. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. Right. I'm not going to say specific, but there's, right. you probably thought of five different yeah. reasons why it's going to shit right mm-hmm. now. But, like, at the end of the day, 
there's so much good going on that just gets overshadowed by everything else yeah, that really you choose with what you want to choose to remember, right? right exactly. You know, and you could look at the grand global or country level shit, or you can look at the things that you can do to improve your own life and maybe not even your own life, but say you make someone else's day, mm-hmm. you know, right. just by doing a simple thing like, actually, this is a brand new story. So I went to Chipotle by us over by the, the movie theater. Okay. And I got out of my car, and I, by the curb, I saw this wallet. And I was like, oh, shit. So I picked it up, and I'm like, open it up, look for the, the guy's driver's license or something. And I was like, fuck, how do I, like, get this guy's license back, right? right. Like, I could have stole the money out of it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, damn, that sucks. So I put it in my car, and I got my food, and I came back to my car. I'm like, hmm. And I was like, shit, we have Facebook. And so oh, I, I, I looked up his thing on Facebook, sent him a Facebook message, and it said, Hey, dude, I left your wallet at the Chipotle over here, and, right. and you can go come pick it up whenever you need it. All, all the response I got was, Thanks, dude. Thanks so much. I was like... <laughs> Damn, dude, technology's fucking dope, yeah. right? I, I never met this cute kid. I didn't need to meet him, right. but I just left it because he knows where he was, was. Right. and now he's got his wallet back, right. you know? He doesn't got to get a new license or whatever. And right. like he made his day. Right, yeah. you know, and there's a quote I just listened to, or a, a quote from a podcast I just listened to, is, is uh, you, you, the philosophy is like, it's like I try to be the, mo- the best part of someone's day right. every day. I like that. It's fucking dope. I like that. It's so elegant and simple. Yeah. You know, it like is. like one of the things I've noticed is like when you like walk around campus or something, mm-hmm. you know, you pass by a lot of people you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just staring straight ahead, blank expression. Probably right. a little, they look a little pissed off, maybe, mm-hmm. whatever. But if you kind of like make eye contact with them and smile, right. you break through to people, mm-hmm. right? Or if you just nod at someone, right. you yeah, know. I remember that too. Y- y- Especially if you're on the same schedule. You know what I mean? Right. Next time they see you, they're the one smiling at yeah, you. Yeah, like, you, you know, try to make that little bit of connection, and it's like, hey. You know, yeah. like have a good day or whatever. Like, right. I get, you know, I don't know why. It's something with the podcast that kind of is making me this kind of way where yeah. it's like I'm more empathetic toward people because I hear all these stories. And I'm like, you know, you're probably just like me dealing with the same shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many similarities? Right. And speaking of similarities, that's one thing I think we all have in common that some people don't, but that we genuinely want to help people in one way yeah. or another not all the same I mean there's always a, there's so many ways man yeah so it's, it's <laughs> endless you know what I mean it's right endless. and that's what that's what sucks about the people who don't but we won't go down that rabbit hole but yeah. because you can in the smallest way you can do you anything know, you know help someone help out a, hold open a door yeah like yeah. And so you know personally what I've been doing now is like I've been really engaging in conversation with people I probably otherwise wouldn't have mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah, I just try to talk to people and just not even maybe it may be small talk, quote unquote. Right. But I try to make it a little more than that. I try, mm-hmm. you know, like I try to avoid talking about the weather. That's such. That's, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? We know what it is. We had to come outside to get to where we are. You know what I mean? So like, I try mm-hmm. to avoid stuff like that because it's so just doesn't matter. Right. I mean, um, <laughs> that's yeah. part of the internet to me. Is like yeah, how much of it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it's like just cut, ex- like cutting out the fat. Yeah, it's like exactly. Thing, but I'm like real interaction. So, um, and I'm using. I'm, so I'm partly, I'm, I'm weird. The way I work in my head is I'm partly doing this because I want to be able to connect with different people. So when mm-hmm. I'm writing the script, I have a bigger yeah. outlook on how things work. I mean, that's fair. One hundred percent fair. More. It's that like research. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to better myself as a person. Mm-hmm. So like at the Bears game. Yesterday, the whole time, you know, Alex and Hercina and Jesus are sitting here, and the whole time I'm talking to this older couple. They're, like, maybe 60, mm-hmm. 70 years old. I'm talking to them the whole game. You know what I mean? That's they're, cool. they're diehard Bears fans. I'm wearing my Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> 
and I'm from California, you know what I mean? We're just talking, like, yeah, we come to every Bears game, did her dad this whole conversation. She was telling me about her kids in San Francisco. Oh my God, that's so cool. There. It was like the coolest thing ever. But sorry. Okay. It was like the coolest thing ever. And, you know, Alex was like, wow, you really were talking to them. They like said bye to them. They're like, oh, bye, have a good one. Like, it, like gave the lady a hug, took the guy's hand. Wow. It was cool, you know what I mean? Um, but it's just weird. So I'm trying to do more of that. To yeah. Me. I don't know. I don't know even if there is a real reason. It was just one thing. No, I, I mean, kinda... it's just good to do yeah. because, you know, it's kind of like exactly what we've been talking about this whole time. Everyone is just people, right? And it doesn't, there's no such thing as these imaginary teams. Yeah. We all just, we're part of one team, mm-hmm. humanity. Right. You know, and we're all just trying to figure out where we fit in all of that. Right. You know, it doesn't matter about the grand scheme of shit or anything like mm-hmm. that. You just want to live. Exactly. And you just want to feel like you matter. Right. You know, and when you give people like that moment where you're, you're engaging with them. Right. You know, like, they feel like they matter because they're able to tell their story, right? Because right. to that person... Her kids really mattered to her, and she got to share it with someone she never got to talk to before about it. And right. you know, you know, it's like what that's going back to kind of pull is like that's what she's excited about, right? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> without even asking those. Right, questions. without even asking up. about yeah. it, you got it out of her, and yeah. that's like it's really important to have those things because, you know, like you kind of, you know, when you see those people who look upset, like we kind of talked about this before, but like when you when you say, "Hey, I I appreciate you" or something like that, mm-hmm. like. Or just ask them, hey, is everything okay kind of thing? You give that person something extra because they're not seen or they feel like they're not seen, right? right? And because when that happens, like you just giving that person like, it's okay, you right. exist to me, mm-hmm. that, that is very powerful. Yeah, you can do... You know? <laughs> you can do so much with that. You can... I mean, this may be on the far side of, you know, a bad situation. But right. You can potentially, you know, save someone's life. Absolutely. If they're, going, if they're in a real dark time and if they're angry right. at their wits, and all you say is, hey, man, how you doing? You know, yeah. just letting you know I care about you, blah, 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 whatever. Right. You can change, you know, you can save their life. And that's why I'm right. like, one of the most important things you can do is just ask someone how they're doing. Absolutely. Especially <laughs> if you notice that they're not them. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. How you doing? Everything good? How, you know, how's everything going? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I got really into, a couple months ago, there was a, a whole bunch of podcasts that were coming out that were like, so I have a fascination with the dark side of humanity. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. I thought you were going to say the force. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought, I was like, what are you? Doing? No, 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 no. Sorry. No, like, like, there's something about where there's, like, struggle. Like, extreme struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, POWs in World War II. People who've lost limbs. People, you know, on the verge of suicide. Mm-hmm. You know? People who basically fight through darkness to come out as a source of light. You know? Right. And it's like... Part of it is my my reality is that I don't feel like I've have a reason to, to complain right. because my life has been safe and comfortable and uh, all this shit mm-hmm. right like I don't have any reason to say anything wrong about my life because right. it's been cushy mm-hmm. or comfortable right. and so by my by my extension by putting myself in the shoes of those people who've experienced shit mm-hmm. <laughs> in the worst possible way either by another human being or in an experience that is you know generated in that form of fashion mm-hmm. it, it gives me a a an understanding from the worst humanity has, but also come out on it and and go deeper. Right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like, there's a couple ones, like Kevin Hines, he tried to commit suicide and jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know, Kevin. I don't... He basically, like, he didn't die. 
Like he he did jumped and broke his legs and today, yes, he wow. he lived. He's one of the few people who lived and won't tell you how he did it because he doesn't want people to try and do it. Naturally, <laughs> yeah. and I mean he tell his story. He's now a public speaker and talks about the struggles of suicide and depression and things like that. It is one of the moving most moving stories I've ever listened to. Like yeah. I was working out and I was running, listening to the story. I was crying. Really, like. It's powerful shit, dude. Wow. Like, the path of redemption, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, what he needed, you know, and, like, he's, like, he, when he tells the story, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling this. Wow. But, like, Check this out, man. I'll send it to you, but, like, when he's telling the story and he's, like, man, the day I knew I was going to do it, he's, like, I took the, the, the bus down to the bridge, you know, and the whole way I'm crying in the back of the bus and all I needed was people to, to just ask me are you okay yeah and that's all he needed right but instead people are like what's wrong with this guy over here right right and how he right and we're kind of talking about the same Mm -hmm. shit right here where it's like just ask him are you okay Mm -hmm. and it's this guy's blatantly you know he's pulling his eyes right and so he gets to the bridge at some point he's walking up back and forth back and forth back and forth and then all of a sudden, there's this beautiful model. She's like, can you take... And she's broken English, like European or something. She's like, can you take my picture? And she does that for like 10 minutes. And he's like, you know what I realize now? Is she was giving me the time to realize that this is not what I wanted to do. But then when he... Yeah. He still... He's like, and then he jumped. And then all of a sudden, within that split second that he jumped and he was over the edge, he's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. And then he changed the way he fell. And on impact... He realized that he didn't want to die. Dude, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the fuck out of this right well, now, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. it is one of the most intense stories I've ever listened to, and I'm going to write about it one day, but I'm just trying to figure out a way to do it, mm-hmm. because I think listening to stories like that, who, who people who can articulate how they struggle, and he still struggles with these feelings to this day. Right. But he's come out of that darkness mm-hmm. and he's able to articulate it to many people mm-hmm. and be able to share that story and that hopefully other people can listen to that story and be like, holy shit, I feel that exact same way. Mm-hmm. But maybe he got through it and that's how he did it. Right. I don't need to do it. You know, there's hope, right. you know, in the darkness, the, the, the center of the darkness, you can find the light, right? <laughs> Not to be cliche or anything, no, but right. I really, like, it moves me mm-hmm. to, to think about those things. Right. And to think that it doesn't got to be that dark mm-hmm. in your story, but there's something in there that might sound, you know, if you bare bones it, strip it down to its simplest form, it can sound just as like my struggle is your struggle. And we can help each other together right. by sharing the darkness to get to back to the light right. together. Yeah. Even if you don't ever meet each other, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just so powerful to me, and I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, it really... That's... I definitely want to... I need to check that out for sure. Oh, Kevin it's... Hines? Kevin Hines. H-Y or H-I-N-E-S? H-I-N-E-S. Okay. I'll, I'll link this ep- that episode in the show notes for sure, but yeah. it's for me, like, it's just... It, stories like that, they, they move me. Mm-hmm. Because if someone who's literally went to the the worst scenario and can pick themselves up and it's not a solo thing right like right. he wound up meeting a girl while in the hospital and that girl wound up becoming his wife wow really yeah 
And like this story, you know, like it takes turns and yeah. she had to be there for him and things like that. And it worked out, you know, like in the worst and stuff like it just, you know, it, it it's just powerful things. And when you get to hear stories of people who, who can help each other like that and then turn their life to being a solid, not a solitary thing, but able to share it and articulate people and not be ashamed of it. It really shows a strength yeah. that I think is inside of every one of us. Yeah. You just got to go deep enough. Right. <laughs> and I don't mean to get so preachy or anything like no, that, but, but it's... It's true. And it's... it's. I mean, I forget... Apology for that, but I'm, I'm so stuck on the fact that, like, no one... Like, that's the part that keeps replaying for me, is that up to the point that he was going to do something, no, yeah. he was almost... Literally bawling his eyes out, crying, yeah, like, out for help, and the fact that he no was one, one step away from saying, yelling out, "I need fucking help." Yeah, and that type <laughs> of thing is—I mean, I literally just said it—is like one of the most important things you can do. Right. Like, if you see someone who clearly needs help, like, uh, just hey, man, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, not so even, simple. not even asking if you're okay. Just like, hey, just yeah. how you like, doing, man? Yeah, yeah, just doing that shit yeah. and getting him out of. Whatever terrible loop they're stuck in. Yeah, you and know, especially if it's someone you're close to. You know what I mean? Like you see, you see people all the time, or like you hear people all the time. They say something that's kind of you know makes you right turn and be like, that was out of character, or you know, right. I mean? like what's going on? Or someone posts on Facebook and they're like, oh, not doing something. Yeah, you know, not whatever. doing well or yeah, whatever. Whatever it like is, and it's like if I see it, I really try to reach out to them, even mm-hmm. if I've never met them. Reach yeah, out. and I'm like, because you never. At least for me, I never want to think back and be like, man, if I would have just said something. Right. You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. it takes it takes nothing from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, no one is that. It doesn't. Yeah. Someone, there's no. You know I mean? It doesn't cost you anything to just say, hey, man. Exactly. Are you okay? Right. Like not even that. Or just, hey, what's up? Yeah. Just want to check up. It's so important, you know? man. Like for me, I think it's, you know, one of the big statistics you see all the time is that most people don't have a best friend they can count on. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they feel they don't. Yeah. Or they feel they don't, mm-hmm. at the very least. And I think that's just as important, mm-hmm. right? Because right. feeling is everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, part of it, like, that's what, like, is so special about this, right? We call us a tribe now, and I'm not going to say it's not, because mm-hmm. it really is. And mm-hmm. we're really special in the sense that we can be like, hey, man, I'm having shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then it, you got, we just all drop. Right. We just drop everything we're doing, mm-hmm. and we're just there. Right. Right. You know, we do friends giving together now, mm-hmm. and I when I tell people that who aren't part of our friends group, and they're like, "Wait, you guys do that?" Mm-hmm. It's weird. Right. It's a little weird. Like some people do it, but like we we have a big group now. Yeah. You know, we got like ten people at yeah. least. I was say one, last year I was like, what was that the year before? One of the years, it was the, it was at Joe's. So yeah, the first one. Ago, yeah. Like, no, the second one we did. Oh yeah, it was the second one. Sorry. It was yeah. Like what? Twenty people. Yeah, there? almost. Yeah. yeah. We had, like, 18 at one point because, like, Nick and some of his friends showed up. Yeah, like, all the extension. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think that's really important. And that's kind of what I've been doing lately with, like, the podcast is, like, reaching out to people who are, like, kind of friends. Like, people I hung out with but then just kind of drifted away because you just... Mm -hmm. Like, it's weird, right? Like, when you start to meet people, and especially if they're, like, of the opposite sex, Mm -hmm. it's like if it doesn't click right away... Even though you might have a whole bunch in common, mm-hmm. you just stop talking to each other because it's like if you're not dating, you shouldn't. Guys and girls can't talk. Right. And I think that's such. Yeah, I'm, sh- against, I'm against that whole. It's such a shame process, because, yeah. like, for me, like, 
like just from looking at it at the podcast point of view, it's like I have a lot of guys on the podcast, and I'm like, I don't want it just to be about guys. Yeah. Because there's a whole other side of the story and perception of things just because of the female experience, yeah. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not going to talk about anything because I'll leave it to someone who comes on the podcast, right. which we will have one soon. Maddie would be someone. Yeah, like anyone. Like, I don't care. Like, seriously, I will talk to anybody under yeah. the sun. If you're interested and want to tell your story, please do. Right. You, you have a microphone. Right. <laughs> just reach out to me. Because yeah. I just want to capture stories. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say it's important to hear not people's story, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that I mean, there's another half of humanity. There's guys and girls. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, okay. It's not that cut and dry. Well. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I kidding, know. <laughs> but, Oopsies. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. But it is, it's true, though, and especially for... I don't know why this is a thing. I've always disagreed with this. Mm-hmm. This is why when I was younger, I used to not like relationships because right. just a lot of the stuff didn't make sense. And if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm not with it. Right. Like, yeah, I get either that. Either make it make sense or it's stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tell, like, give me a good reason why. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I obviously grew out of that. But at the time, I was like, I don't get why if you're dating someone, whether you're, you know, whatever, you can't be friends with anyone else of that right. gender of who you're, of yeah. who you're dating. And I'm like, that does the why. why? Well, because... Because you're going to want to get... No. It doesn't no. mean that. Like, you... I mean, to me, one thing, I take that, like, offensively, because, like, you think I'm that shallow. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm deeper than that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm choosing to be with you kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, I can... That's have, the way I see it. You know what I mean? Like, Chris Dearson, you know, all these people, whoever. Yeah. I, like, you know, call them my best friends. You right. You know what I'm saying? And they are. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, yeah, it's like, to me, it, it just kind of... You know, you're cutting out a whole different worldview, right? Because yeah. sometimes... I think part of it, too, is, like, the perception of, like, what relationships are. Where, like, when you have that significant other, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's implied that that significant other becomes your focal point. Yeah, right? significant only. Right, yeah. basically. <laughs> and they become, they become, like, whatever you need, they should be able to provide it kind of thing. Right. And I don't think that's 100% true. I'm not saying you need to have other girls in your life, but I'm just saying, like, guys need to be able to talk to guys sometimes. Like, you, right. like there's a different, you know, male bonding is a yeah. thing, right? Like, right. You, like, you need to have different forms of attachment, right. you know, and community or whatever you want to call it. Like, whatever, I don't know, whatever psychological label or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, because you, you draw things from different people. Like, exactly. What, and it's not, it's not to, you know, criticize or anything like that of anyone to say like oh I'm, I'm not getting this from you yeah you know what I mean it's not like in a negative sense it's just like that's not what we provide for each other right. definitely there's growth and I feel like in a relationship you grow with each other and you kind of yeah like this you know person A it's a give and a take B, on both sides exactly and that's important and that's it's awesome you know what yeah. I mean? like nothing against it but at the same time person B can't give person A everything you know right because there's something you know that your best friend offers to you Mm -hmm. I mean it's different so I'm trying to be vague but right yeah you're trying to cover so much ground with this description yeah but like you know your best friend's gonna give you this and maybe it's like maybe it's a form of release in a sense where it's like Mm -hmm. it's just you know you have fun you know what I mean you kind of can detach from life right, a little bit, yeah. you know, with your friend. You can just, yeah, you know, say the medium that they share is football. So every right. Sunday you have like a thing, they get together and watch football. Right. That's their thing. You can't take that because they're gaining something from that experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot. I mean, that's that. And then like you can have, you know, friends at work or, you know, you have colleagues and stuff like that. You get, right. You get stuff from so many different people. If you isolate yourself, it's so. 
it's so uh, you lose detrimental to your growth yeah. as a person, especially in like our age now. Right. There's so much growth happening. Like, yeah. If you weren't able to expand out and start doing your podcast, you'd be a completely different person. Oh, 100%. You know I mean? Easily. Yeah. So if someone was trying to pull that from you, mm-hmm. it would suck. Right. Because you'd be it just. Would suck. Because, it, you know, it's like one of those weird things for me. Like, you know, like you talked about the passion thing before, right? And when you. Like, I've never had a feeling where I felt like I was doing something that mattered, if that right. makes sense. Mm-hmm. No. Like, 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 you know, I could go to school and I could go to work and I could leave those things behind when I'm not there, mm-hmm. right? Like, it didn't feel like it had a life of its own right. outside of the, the institutions that it existed in, right? Mm-hmm. But when I go everywhere, I tell everybody about this thing. Right. And it could... really do. Yeah. And, and I can't... Like, it's not that I mean to do it, and I don't mean to be a broken record, mm-hmm. but it's just there. Like, you get me talking, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I listen to this podcast, and that reminds me about this thing I talked about on my own, and, like, it, it just, right. it's just gone. And I'm like, sorry, I'm just, this is just my thing, <laughs> right. you know? And it just, it just matters so much to me, mm-hmm. and it's really strange. Right. To right. be able to share it. Yeah. And right. to be attached to it, not because I feel like I own it, mm-hmm. but I feel like the 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 conduit like I just feel like the funnel right like I just feel like I happen to be here and I'm just capturing lightning in a bottle I'm like (laughs) I'm just lucky that there's this thing that's recording it right in front of me and all of a sudden like I don't know and then I get to be the one to share it with everybody else and just it's just so weird like I went up talking to people that I've never met before and all of a sudden I say a podcast I'm like wait you do a podcast and they get excited yeah and then they're like they're like they're like oh I'm gonna look you up and then, like, I just had a conversation at the gym the other day, and he was, like, this guy. He's like, you, oh, you might like Tim Ferriss' show. I'm like, I already did. Like, I love him. And I'm like, that's exactly what I said. And he's like, you might, you should listen to Mixed Men Arts. I'm like, I actually interviewed that guy from, like, one of the guys. I'm like, he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, this is, like, my thing, you know? It's like, I found my niche in some way. Like, it's like a niche without a niche, because I can, I've made it in a way where it doesn't have... Yeah, uh, there isn't one. You know, yeah. It, and what's crazy is because we talked about this on a podcast before. Not sure which one. Maybe the anxiety, depression one. Mm-hmm. But we said we we're talking about like purpose, and it wasn't right. like there's a single purpose. Right. But you found one of your purposes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think you have to have a singular purpose. I don't think there is one. There shouldn't be. There. I think it's the, life I, is far too complicated right. to have. Right. I, I, I think overall health is my. If yeah. you wanted to label anything I did, which I try very hard to not be unlabelable, right. <laughs> right. because I'm like the fit engineer, which mm. for if you have any yeah, sort of podcast, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like awesome. I'm a fit engineer who also goes to school and yeah. work. Like it's, yeah, I don't it's know, crazy. it's fucking weird. Yeah. But like you know, like I just do a bunch of shit, and all of a sudden it just works. Yeah. You know, and I think that's part of it too. Like if you just do a bunch of shit you care about, a lot of the negative stuff goes away or does it matter because well because you don't have time to worry about it yeah yeah <laughs> you're worrying about what you love so like yeah have you everyone has like they have an umbrella of what defines them mm-hmm. and like maybe you have kind of you know so an umbrella starts and it comes down like a, right like a like a moon a or a half down. circle yeah yeah but like so maybe something is at the top and maybe a little bit more important right. but the stuff next to it you know what i mean is mm-hmm. 
just as important as right. you make your way down and then you kind of fill in the middle. Yeah. Um, I wish some people could see. <laughs> I know, we should. Because I'm not articulating I that should well. have Nick draw an image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not articula- articulating that well at all, but if you can kind of picture. Well, it's um, like a web. Yeah. If you think about it, right? That's a better way to put it. Yeah, a web. Because, like, at the center, you have, like, your core principles or whatever, mm-hmm. and then everything kind of connects itself around there, right? right. And you can look at your relationships the same way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes someone who they are. And to be able to create the web, you know, I feel I feel like it's not even creating, you're finding it. Like, it's already there. Like, everything you're going to do has been there. Yes. The health is there. Some, yeah, to some degree it has been there. Yeah. You just didn't, you're just discovering yeah, it. Yeah, something, <laughs> I feel like something had to trigger it, but at right. some point it would have been triggered. Or, like, mm-hmm. you said me, how me is talking about, oh, you should work out. Mm-hmm. And maybe you yeah. never thought about it before. Maybe you did. Maybe you thought about it. I mean, it, I, just like, high school or whatever, but it didn't matter, yeah. right? There's a there's a purpose. There's right. different purposes behind it. Right. And so maybe it was just a proximity. Whatever yeah. whatever it was mm-hmm. that at right time, right place clicked. And right. There you are. Um, but the intrigue of that was always there for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's how people work. And then it was just like, oh, that's dope. Well, I'm going to really get into this. Right. And as you are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and got into it. Then all of a sudden, it's just off to the races. And, yeah. like, I become a sponge. Right. Like, I literally would just read yeah. everything. Just take in everything. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But I still have that same, like, fascination mm-hmm. to this day. Right. When it comes to, like, if I find out, like, new workout things or mm-hmm. something, like, here's a new, like, you know, unconventional, like, weightlifting thing. Right. Like, damn, this is, like, legit. Like, <laughs> I want to try this. Like, <laughs> like, it's just fun. Like, yeah. like it's so weird for me, too. It's like, Feeding Curiosity is such a weird name. Right? It's perfect. It's like, it's, yeah, like, it, it's perfect because it's so nuanced on mm-hmm. so many levels. Because yeah. it means something to me. Because right. it's like me. Like, it literally is me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, everything I do is just, I'm curious about everything. Right. Like, I try to tell people, like, so what do you want to do? They're like, you can't ask me that question. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I would be, like, a paleontologist, astronaut, robot, superhero, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could just, just, just give me a list, and I'll just put a whole bunch of words together, and that's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I want my job to be, okay? Right. So how do I, how does that make me money, though? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, what I want to be is whatever I'm doing right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Wow, that was a good quote. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I actually like that a lot. I, I'm going to steal it. Damn. I should write that down. Yeah. Well, we got it here. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, that's awesome. it just drives me crazy to think about it. And, like, you know, I have a goal. Like, I have a dream for what I want this to be one day, mm-hmm. right? Because what I, at the end of the day, I think I'm an educator mm-hmm. at some point or some right. way. Right. Or I, I want to teach people. And not even because I'm the one teaching. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm there and I'm picking things from the tree mm-hmm. and I'm combining them in a way and making a smoothie out of it for you. Right. <laughs> right. I'm really getting good at these metaphor you things. Right. Keep it going. <laughs> right? Like, you know, i just able to pick out things and put them together in a different way so it makes it easy for people to, to digest. Right. And... and the more you do that, the easier it gets for other people to pick it up and pull, pull it along, right? right? And I hope that one day someone else is like, damn, I listened to this and this makes sense to me and I think I could do it too. Yeah. Because what I do is not special. Right. I'm not special. See? So, my thoughts... so weird. Every time we do a podcast, this happens. It's so <laughs> <laughs> like someone will say something I'm like, dude, I was just like either talking or something that like the other day. It's so weird that you said that. I... Maybe it was it was either Alex or Nick because it happened within the Nick Bugle the last couple of days. Um, whoever it was doesn't matter. But that that t- that thing came up like I'm not special. What I'm doing is a special. And I was like, well, yeah, it is. Like, I'm not special. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm more like I'm not. 
I'm more the type of person who's like, I'm not better than anyone else. Yeah. But I'm special. You know what I mean? What I'm doing. Oh, I'm, I see what I'm, you're I'm, saying. I'm yeah, providing yeah, yeah. something that ne- not necessarily anyone else can provide because I'm me and I'm the only me that yeah. can do it. So when people you're say You're unique, that, but you're not better. Right. <laughs> so I don't mean it to like, oh, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get what you're saying, but yeah. at the same time, like, no, what you're doing is special. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's interesting and you're passionate about it and it's something that at the end of the day, as long as you feel it's important, then it is special. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you can relay that to other people, this is what I feel is important because yeah. you genuinely want to help people, yeah. then that's a special thing. Though. <laughs> like it, it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You can't downplay that type of thing. You know what it mean? really, it I is. mean, that's really what it comes down to is it just, yeah. it just matters. And yeah. I just think there's value in it, you know? And it, like, I, I, I guess it just comes from my because it comes from my appreciation for the podcast I listened to and the story that I told about Kevin Hines. Right. Like, that should show how much podcasts can move me, right? right? And how much they've affected me and my way of thinking. Right. Right? And if I could get 1% of that out of someone else's response and, and you just get some story that someone's gonna be like, holy shit, I never thought about that before, right? Right. Or, oh man, I'm going to try and eat black beans now because they're healthier. Right. I, it's a win. And even yeah. if you don't, I don't care. <laughs> right, you did your part. But I, I put it out there. You know, you can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, we like I said, I'm trying to stay away from any negativity. It's just put more positive. Mm-hmm. You know, right. period. Yeah. And just what is you know? It's just get. It's gonna get better. I'm yeah. sorry, but it's just gonna get better. No, it is. And I'm guilty to be an optimist, but it's <laughs> like I'm sorry. You yeah. know, like if I could leave the world and it's one percent better than the way it started, I won. Yeah. You know, if it's better for my kids or whoever, like if I don't have kids, your kids or whoever, right. you, like, world yeah, just you know whoever's I mean? next. Right. You know, if I left it just one percent better than it was before, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, 0.01 percent. Fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. As long as you try, right? Honest, it's better to effort, yeah. You know I mean? It's like cold college try. Yeah. But better right. because the college tries half-assed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Fuck, dude. Yeah. We got into this one. Yeah, we did. It's it's a uh, two two hours and eight minutes, son. Wow. <laughs> I think you're gonna be our new longest one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Shit. We'll take that honor. Do I get a trophy? Yeah. We'll have to make one. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, fun stuff. All right, everybody. We're gonna wrap this bad boy up because we've had a really long discussion with this one, and I did not realize how long it was going. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it and learned something, and hope you fed your own curiosity. You can support the podcast directly at anchor.fm slash feedingcuriosity, well, one word, slash support. Also, I'd like to thank the sponsors for this podcast as well. And I'd just like to thank Anchor for being able to be there to give us the platform to have it out there on all the platforms available to us podcasters. With that, everyone, thank you all for one more time, and I'll see you all next time.